Welcome to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan. I'm James. And I'm Callum. And tonight we are talking the new Spider-Man. No, no, Spider-Man no, 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 Far no, no, From Spider-Man. Home. That's the wrong. <laughs> it's close enough. We'll still accept it. Spider-Man. Does whatever a spider Spider-Man. Yeah. Does whatever a spider can. Um, Far From Home, which is a title I still don't like. <laughs> but um, yeah. It would make sense if he was in space. Yeah. Hey, he's in Europe. I mean, yeah, it's, spoilers. It's, it's I mean, yeah, from, but but yeah. when you like when you've you know been in the locations that Spider Man has, yeah. is Europe really that bit, far from home? Bitch, you've been in space. <laughs> you know, that's like yeah. yeah. Is there, so if you know, he's not yeah. that far. No, from he's home. not far from home at all. Um, but yeah, we'll do a very short spoiler, uh, non-spoiler section, um, just to give our impressions, and then we'll jump right in because we got a lot to talk about. Um. But we will spoil all other Marvel movies, MCU movies. So, As you probably would expect. Yeah, which, so don't blame us. But for Far From Home, now we're not doing any spoilers. No. Um, so, yeah. Spider-Man, Initial thoughts, really. Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home, sequel to Homecoming, but also to Infinity War and By extension, Endgame. Like everything else. Yeah, true. And, and it, all other MCU movies. It, I think we're safe to say that it's like a bookend, you know, like a, yeah. an epilogue it's, to... It's supposed to be the end of phase three of the MCU. And it has elements of feeling very much like an epilogue to Endgame specifically. It does. But I don't think it deals with that yeah, well if enough, you haven't which we'll talk about If you about haven't later. seen Endgame... Certain events in Endgame. Oh no! Yeah, I think at this film. point, yeah, at this and also you won't get the most out of this movie unless yeah. you've seen Endgame yeah, and no. Infinity War. Uh, this is not a standalone movie by no. any stretch. Um, even if you've seen Homecoming, like I'd prior, imagine prior is, reading, necessary. I would, do, well, I would okay. imagine you could probably watch this movie without seeing Homecoming and just seeing Endgame. Probably it works. It'd work a it'd lot work better. better. Yeah. Um, I would say so. Like. It's a good MCU movie as a standalone Spider-Man like movie. It's just okay. Yeah, like that's I feel fair. like yeah. at this point in you know tw- was this the twenty second, twenty third movie? I can't remember how many movies are in the MCU. We're in the dozens now. Yeah, um, like it's they're not just it. It's a thing. Like it's a series. Like you have to watch them all. You're either in or you're out. And we're yeah. definitely we're definitely in. But I feel like I was watching the movie and I'm like, this is a good MCU movie and it's a good episode in the series of the MCU. But as a Spider-Man movie, it's just okay. Yeah, it doesn't hold a candle to um, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, man. Into the Spider-Verse is a movie that's so good that all other movies look bad in comparison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like... That's, yeah. That's still, like, they keep releasing Marvel movies, but that movie kind yeah, of pretty much you just... Like, yeah. no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sony's like, we did one thing right. Yeah, <laughs> it um, doesn't forgive all the bad. But yeah. anyway, um, so the cast is good. Yeah, so the strengths of Far From Home, are the supporting cast gets more to do. They're a little bit more fleshed out. There's really great character moments and comedic moments. The whole like teen romance, Euro trip, road trip, com- you know, teen comedy, that's all great. Yeah. The action is good. But it's very CGI heavy, which yeah. you know and you knew so, it was going to be. S- I would say some it of the starts, fights get a little bit. It starts sort feeling of, samey, yeah. and it just feels CGI just feels flat. It's a little repetitive. Like some of the choreography, action choreography is really good, but at the end of the day, it's just kind of like it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. You just I, I see for me one of the problems I had with the fight scene specifically, yeah. where there were points in the film where I'm like, he's very clearly just in a soundstage surrounded by green yeah. screen, like. I want more 90s action where yeah. you're, they're running. And he it's, does do some running and jumping, yeah. but I wanted him like, running, being more physical in an actual environment. Yeah, one of, one of my problems with 
the MCU version of Spider-Man is that he wears a Spider-Man suit, but then they CGI on top of it the suit. So to make, I guess, I don't know, to make it look, I don't know. Then he's not, you most of the time he's not interacting with a real environment or a set. He's in a CGI environment, you know? Yeah, acting, so interacting like, with CGI yeah, things. So, so it's a CGI, it's like CGI suit interacting with a CGI world. And so it's just an animated kind of, you know, it's like things flipping around and... It, like I wouldn't have a problem if his suit was CGI, but he interacted with a, a real, real set. Yeah, you know, because um, you can you can tell the difference. There's a lack of weight. Yeah, more yeah. Pra- more yeah. practicals were needed. Yeah, just just I know I know a movie like Spider Man needs lots of CGI, but you gotta you gotta range some of that shit in. Yeah, I mean you don't not all the action in a film has to be epic. Yeah. Like you could have This is another thing with, stopping a car. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? All, that's the thing is one of the thing I like about Spider Man is that he's like a street level yeah, exactly. hero. The Hell's Kitchen kind yeah. of fighter. Yeah. Um he's obviously maybe more powerful than, you know, the Daredevils or the Luke Cages or the Jessica Joneses, but He's still got that kind of neighbor. He's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Exactly. It's in the so, it's in the job description. Yeah. So yeah, you take him out of that. And now he's in the MCU. He's in space. He's fighting these big aliens and all that. And it starts to take away what's kind of special about him, you know, and all the Stark tech and the Stark suit. And gets, like, he's gets, not. He's like becomes like an Iron Man. Yeah. Kinda. He's not a Captain America. He's not Iron Man. Yeah. I mean. So yeah, like yeah. like you said, I would like a more simple action scene, like where he, you know, like the PS4 game. He. He's Web, fighting some dudes. Webs, yeah, yeah, webs a door, pulls it off the car, pulls off the car door, swings it around, hits hits a bunch of thugs. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. But instead, we get lots of flippy floppy CGI. And in the spoiler section, I want to talk a little bit about why it was so ineffective. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, we'll, we'll go into the spoiler section now. But I mean, Just, any final yeah, thoughts? Like, it's I a think, good movie. But yeah, it's a good movie. But it also, f- I feel like. I couldn't tell you exactly where, hmm. but I feel like more editing was needed. Just a little tighter, they could have made it. Maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I liked it. Uh, I would go go see it if you have. Yeah. If if you enjoy the MC movies, you will enjoy this one. Yeah, without a, without a oh, doubt. De- definitely. If you liked Homecoming, you like this. If you like, yeah. If you're like I said with the MCU, you're the in or you're out. Um, there are there are little problems I have with it, which I can't give away because it'll yeah. spoil. Um, but you know the teen comedy elements are the strength. The oh, supporting, man. I, I was supporting consistently characters. laughing. Yeah, yeah supporting characters so are awkward. the strength. Yeah, so many good like, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's where the that's with the core. Like that's the best part of the movie. Definitely. The, the the sci-fi stuff, the action, it's fine, but it's not great. It's not Black Panther level and, bad. Oh no, it's not that. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. No. It's also not like. Um, like it's not Doctor Strange level good. I thought I thought Doctor Strange had mm. pretty decent CGI. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an MCU movie which had outstandingly good CGI. I can't mm. really think of one because they all have some pretty well, shoddy CGI. Like, CGI in see, parts. it's yeah, it's like Infinity War has great CGI, but also has bad CGI. So it's kind of like... looking at yeah. you, Mark Ruffalo, bubble, yeah, the bubble bobblehead, head. <laughs> war, war machine, bobblehead. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's like at this point, you're the in or out. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a good movie, but has like all the MCU has a little bit of problems, and some of these problems are bigger than others, which we'll talk about. Some of them are little nitpicks. But you know, look, yeah, if you're a fan of these movies, if you watch these movies, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. It's but it's not a good entry point to Spider Man no. or the MCU. No, and it's it's I think similar with Homecoming. It's a better comedy. It's a better teen movie than it is an action or sci fi yeah. movie. You know. Um, all right, uh, moving into spoilers. Yes, major spoiler warning. For Spider-Man 
Far From Home. If you haven't seen Far From Home, the new Spider-Man movie, we're doing full spoilers. And we're also going to full spoiler Endgame and all the other MCU movies. So you've been warned. So I guess to to introduce, I guess, our spoiler section, we'll quickly uh, overview the plot. Yeah. We'll keep it brief because we don't want to spoil too much of the the intricacies. Yeah. Uh, So basically, the blip uh, was reversed. We have to... to They're now officially called... Yeah, they're now officially called... The time... Yeah, the the snap. The snap. From yeah, and the the time from when the snap happened to when everyone returns is called the blip. Yeah, so we call it the snap. Yeah. They call it the blip. Yeah. But I, I think the blip is the is is referred to as the the time yeah. length they they consciously perceived yeah. from being dead and being brought back to life. Yeah. They were blipped. They were blipped out of the existence. snap was what killed everyone. That yeah. period of time is the blip. Is the blip. And they, but they also use it as I was blipped away. Yeah, you know, but because like they a, don't a know about the snap. snap. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the blip is both the disappearing and the time, the yeah, kind yeah. of time that was missing. Snap. Yeah, because you know, half of people on Earth disappeared, and then five years later, they just came back, and they they didn't really perceive that missing time. But all their friends and relatives who were left perceived that you know had grown up yeah. and whatever. I like that there's that kid at the start. He's like, my little brother is older than me now. Yeah. And Betty's like, yeah, it's math. And he's just like, he does, just doesn't get it. Like, yeah. he's just a blank face. That that opening in that Memoriam. Was oh, I was yeah. laughing. So good. I laughed. I thought, is this the like legit? Get, Getty images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. good. Uh, and you can see the boom yeah. mic <laughs> going in <laughs> yeah, and out yeah. of the shot. So good. School. T- I wish we had school TV, like high school. I know. Oh, school no. it, would be, it would be a disaster. But it would be, it'd be, it'd be a, uh, what do they call it? There's a word for like a fantastic disaster. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Um, um, so the movie starts to deal with the blip a little bit. Like the first the intro. few minutes, yeah. they deal with, you know, the death of Tony Stark, his... his uh, and Cap. And Captain America, yeah. who that, yeah. And but, uh, Black Widow. Even though he technically yeah. didn't die. Well, I think... Yeah, but they didn't know that. They, yeah. They, oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, he just retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but like there's all these... Um, Tony Stark memorials and graffiti and like all these, you know, his face is plastered everywhere and, you know, people are trying to get back to normal. Which is also a good motive through the movie too. Yeah, especially for Peter. Yeah. Because that's his mentor. But yeah, people are trying to get back to normal. They're trying to reintegrate that missing five years with people who were there with, you know, they because they were disappeared. And then the movie just doesn't deal with any of that. Yeah, Every like, this is, this is one of my major problems with yeah, the movie. Yeah, I feel like... If I have major problems. I know it's a film. Spider-Man movie, and they don't really want to get dark and deep dive yeah, into the whole... Yeah, they but should, they should have. I feel bit. like they could have weaved it in the story, and it would have made much more sense. There'd be a lot of grief going on yeah. everywhere they visit. Yeah. Also, PTSD. Mm. I think, like, Peter, for example, he went through some pretty yeah. traumatic stuff. Not, in, not only in, um, in, like, really up to the snap. Yeah. It was pretty... He's only a young boy. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know um, the ca- the actor is a little older, but you know. Well, yeah, his character is like sixteen. Yeah, so I'm like, he went through some pretty traumatic stuff, and not only that, even in Homecoming. Yeah, I feel like you can't. We- I would have liked to see a more natural reaction to the the trauma he's faced. Mm. I know in the comics that's like every day. No I mean, one really handles. No one in the comics, at least in the originals, yeah. handled trauma. They pushed <laughs> that shit down. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but I think that now that we're in 2019 and yeah. in, in comics there is PTSD and all yeah. this. I think it'd be interesting well, to see how yeah. Peter was affected. I mean, they've dealt to, dealt with it before. Like even uh, Tony in had PTSD in yeah. Iron Man three because of the <laughs> they never made Iron Man three. But yes, you're oh, correct. Oh, piss off! I'm that's 
story so good. It's so good. But yeah, no, I just because the man, just because you didn't like what they did, even even Thor, even Thor. Oh, that's true. Thor had amazing depression. Thor, you know, like they dealt with it before. This movie, like they deal with the fact that Peter's mentor Tony Stark is gone, and that you know he kind of you know looking for guidance. But other than that. They don't really deal with the I want larger re- implications. I want like Peter. Like, how does he feel about being yeah. hit in the head so many times? <laughs> like, what do you think about? Turn it into Daredevil now. I think. Yeah. We need to, we need some more. This needs more Catholic guilt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what this movie needs? More Catholic guilt. <laughs> like you know, they can- more concussions. <laughs> no, but like you know what I mean. Like I want him to wake up in a cold sweat. Like like Tony yeah. Stark kind they're, of. They're actually, yeah, if they more more mirrored the the Tony Stark, you know, uh, PTSD, like you know, or, I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to be like an aging wrestler. Yeah. I'm not, you know, uh, yeah, I mean- and they, they don't have to. Yeah, it doesn't have to be super dark. It's just it would be nice to see that throughout the movie and how he deals with that and how he get over that and gets over that and how Mysterio betrays that because I think one of my problems with that with the movie is that Mysterio becomes his new father figure and yeah. I really I really like to have that rooftop talk. Yeah, yeah, I thought that's really good. But then he betrays him, and it's just kind of like it's a typical villain betrayal. And I didn't feel like a, I was betrayed. I didn't feel sad for Peter. I was just kind of like, it eh. would have been a better payoff if Mysterio wasn't so evil. Like if he was a bad yeah. guy, but he as Peter he, had to more reluctantly crime, take him. Down. His big crime was a betrayal. Maybe not at the Earth cataclysmic level, mm. but if it was, I have to stop Mysterio. I don't want to because mm. I like him. Yeah. But I have to That'll because be I am Spider-Man. Yeah, like, that'll... do you know what I mean? He has to separate Peter Parker from... Uh, what is that quote? Uh, heavy lies the head that wears the crown. Wears the crown, yeah. You know, he has to deal with, I'm the one who's here. I'm yeah. the hero now. Yeah. So I have with to put aside power, my With great power comes great responsibility. No, that that could have been <laughs> such an excellent theme because there are but no there's Avengers. No, see, because there's no Uncle Ben... Yeah, they haven't, and they don't. They don't. They don't want to repeat themselves no, from the previous movie. Mysterio but could feel this those movie. Shoes. Yeah, this movie would have been perfect to start bringing up those themes. Yeah, like they started that theme with Iron Man, mm. but he didn't. I, Tony Stark wasn't like a proper father figure. in yeah. in, in a way. Well, yeah, he he was, but like he's gone, and yeah. that's kind of there's a vacuum. So Mysterio could perfectly kind of replace that role yeah. only to, as you said, yeah. betray him in that way. Yeah, I feel like the, the kind of through line and like while while you're dealing with the, the death of your mentor and the hero of the world, in parallel to that, as you're doing that, you also have to deal with the blip. Yeah. But they, they, it's like first few minutes, they they make a joke about the blip, they explain what happened, then it's ignored and then you get a little bit of the my mentor's dead, and I have to fill his shoes, and Mysterio's filling his shoes. But then, then it just becomes lots of CGI nonsense. Yeah, and then I mean, the end. Get rid of the CG. You know, yeah. like I, I'd love a more again. But the problem is, people expect that from a superhero movie. Yeah, I want base. I just want a drama set yeah. in the MCU. One one of my problems with the movie, and you know, even when I saw the trailers, I had this problem. The big elemental monsters, they look boring, they yeah. look the same, yeah. they're just CGI smishy, smashy things. There's no, like, really good personal fight with a villain in the movie. The best, the more, more interesting fights are where Mysterio has these illusions and he yeah. tricks he tricks Peter into thinking he's in these kind of weird dark hall, yeah. hall of mirror that would have been a ma- for a, that could be a great hand to hand combat yeah. kind of moment exactly. how, how cool would it have been 
if bring up that PTSD sort of theme that you could we could have in the movie mm. where Mysterio is making Spider-Man think he's being attacked on the battlefield yeah. again. No, but like, like because Peter, more, Parker, yeah. Peter Parker would show tell Mysterio yeah. his deepest fears or whatever, yeah. and Mysterio in the climactic battle yeah. could use his illusions to throw that on Peter, so Peter has to overcome exactly. these things and grow. Yeah. P- yeah, Peter kind of breaking out of the illusion should have been more of a personal, emotional, uh, you know, uh, uh, triumph yeah. rather than just a physical, I'm breaking out of this CGI nonsense. And They, the, could have, they also could have used more practicals yeah. for that no, the whole thing. Like the, mo- the most interesting kind of action scenes, if you can call them that, are the illusions, but they're also just flat, boring yeah. CGI. Like, I don't understand why... I, I get that it's easier to use yeah, CG. it's just easy. It's yeah. probably just as expensive to have yeah. a practical set. But, yeah. like, why does I understand why, for the benefit of the film, they didn't have the illusions set in practical rooms? It's just it's just much easier to just animate it. They're like, that way they can have complete control of everything. They don't have to worry about hiring, you know, like... Builders when the stack. Yeah, yeah, when, when the stack... You know how they, the spy, oh, there's all the Spider-Man clones and they're all stacks on? Oh, yeah. I'm like, you'd have to hire a bunch of guys and you'd have to shoot it so it doesn't look silly, you know. Instead, they just animate it and it looks it looks bad. It's That's interesting, a- but it's it doesn't look good. It's also kind of... Like, why is he afraid of spider guys? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I mean, that's actually one of the things in... I think would have been interesting is if Peter had to fight himself, but instead of just being a CGI nonsense stacks on, it's two physical actors like fighting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he figures out that it's Mysterio tricking him and then figures out a way to break out of it. It's much more... Um, or, m- much more, you know, physical, in- interesting, but also emotionally more powerful. Yeah. I'd also, it'd also be cool for Robert Downey Jr. to make a cameo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I like, like how the, the Iron Man suit crawls out of the grave, but it's just yeah. CGI crap. But know? it'd be cool if, like, Robert Downey Jr. was there yeah. berating him, like, t- trying to make yeah, him yeah. feel bad, and he has to kind of, yeah. like, see through that, it. That would be cool, too. If, 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 yeah, uh, like, you're Spider-Man, scared, you're not good enough. If Spider-Man had to fight Iron Man, and he was, like, fighting his mentor, and Tony Stark was berating him, like, you let me die, you know, this, that, the yeah. other... Even though I know Mysterio doesn't know all the details of what yeah, happened, yeah, but, but yeah. there's something vague enough that it makes sense. You could also weave into the thing that it's also uh, his imagination. Well, no, maybe yeah. fumes from whatever uh, he imagined. Yeah, you know, like fear gas. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> scarecrow. scarecrow. Yeah, I was watching it. I'm like, this is just scarecrow now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like there needs to be more, more that personal, emotional journey and that impact, more practical elements. But also, one of my problems is, like, he Spider-Man never gets a really good fight with Mysterio because yeah. Mysterio's whole thing is illusions and trickery. He's never in the and fight special to begin effects. With. He's never, yeah. in, which makes one hundred ten percent sense for his character. Like at the end of the day, he's a bit of a coward. Yeah, but it's not visually interesting when the climactic battle of your film is Spider-Man swinging around, blowing up drones. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's well choreographed and, you know, the CGI is quote-unquote good, but it's just kind of flat and there's no emotional because, you know, he's not fighting any personal villain. He's not yeah. fighting any inner it's demon. Just- he's fighting a bunch of fighting robots. Sounds boring. Yeah, you need you need that moment where he gets to Mysterio and they have a fisticuffs. It, it, because it doesn't make sense for Mysterio's character, they don't do it. But I think it needed that somehow, yeah. or or it needed an allusion to 
uh, it would have been to f- replicate it that. It would have been funny if uh, Mysterio sent one of his henchmen to fight Spider Man. And it's like, it's an illusion, oh, and it's just a guy being, yeah. like, one of his just random henchmen yeah. is, like, fighting like Spider-Man. He, yeah, like, yeah. Um, Mysterio hires a bunch of, like, muscly, you know, yeah. mercenaries. To, and, like, a and, Spider-Man villains. Like, yeah, one, and, yeah. Uh, yeah and, the, and then he, he uses his hologram technology to make them look like Mysterio. So he has to fight. He's yeah. fighting, like, no, five Mysterios. Cool. Even, five his, Mysterios, even yeah. his rogues gallery. Like a whole bunch of Spidey That villains. would be funny. But then, yeah, I mean, because they haven't really introduced anyone except <laughs> yeah. for uh, Vulture. Yeah, that's true. Like, who else? Yeah. So, like, that, yeah, that would have been better. Like, yeah, like multiple, because, like, you know, so many times in the comics and the cartoons and stuff, like, there's like multiple Mysterios and, and Spider-Man has to figure out which one's real. They could have done that. They could have done could, that. That, was, that would be reasonably cheap and effective. Mm, yeah. One, I think one of the problems I did have, um, just a small gripe, I suppose, is how coincidentally all of his classmates escaped the blip pretty yeah. much. See, I, like, I understand. I, I, understand yeah. I understand why they did it, but if they're going to do that, they, they need to uh, explore. They still need to, they, they still can't ignore the blip, which is what they yeah. do. Like, it would have been much more interesting. Let's take Flash, for example. You know, a character who famously doesn't like Peter Parker but loves Spider-Man. Oh, Flash Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Flash. yeah. And um, it would have been much more interesting to see him escape the blip and maybe get super depressed because Spider-Man's gone and it's like... That would be interesting. I mean, cause see, because they can't age the actors. I mean, they can age the actors. It doesn't but, have to, It's only five years and but, he's yeah. young. So it could give him a beard. Just yeah. give him a bit of a beard. That, that, would, be, like, that would be... Yeah. I guess, see, and because this version of Flash, it doesn't really make... If, if it was the classic version of flash it would have made so much sense yeah but because it's this is like the hip uh hipster Weird kind of version of yeah this is the hipster 2019 the people version. who don't understand the comics version yeah like but, like they could have done something like that age one of his classmates up yeah and have that emotional sort because, of yeah then then he wouldn't be in school and he wouldn't be tormenting Peter. Yeah, but he'd still so, be in the neighborhood but it would be cool yeah if they did like yeah but i feel flash. like it's a little bit of a cop-out to have all the yeah, class all of like them, yeah. and there, magically I mean, escape. There is the one kid, Brad, yeah. who, but they they just it's funny, it's a good joke, but yeah, they don't deal with the psychological or emotional yeah. toll. Yeah. Like I mean, Aunt May has her like support uh homeless uh shelter and thing. And she lost her house or something. Yeah. That was an interesting little bit. Yeah, so but that's kind of like a background kind of thing. They don't explore that at all. And she's um, still super hot, man. Oh, uh, hottie, well, hottie May is that what uh, Stark calls it? Yeah. Um, what What did you say, Callum? Um, Happy is punching above his weight. He, he's no, punching no, he's well above his weight. Yeah, he's out so of his So in this film, I guess uh, this is a specific spoiler for the relationship between Happy and May. It turns out that Happy believes he's in a relationship with May. May <laughs> believes it's a one-off kind of yeah, short-term fling. deal. A summer yeah. fling. Now, because May is, of course, single and Happy has means, yeah. like, in, a, in a way he yeah. kind of has means, I personally believe she's taking advantage of Happy's good nature. <laughs> because yeah, Happy's probably... No, think about You're it. You're thinking like, this is much more sinister than no, it no, really no, is. No, no, Think about it this way. <laughs> Happy's probably a lonely guy. Yeah. Right? He used to work long hours for Stark. He... As far as I'm aware in the MCU, he never had love. He doesn't yeah. have a family. Tony Stark was his family, right? <laughs> yeah. the, that, that kind of the Pepper Potts is yeah, probably yeah. Uh, the closest he's got to a family member yeah. in the MCU. Here comes Aunt May. <laughs> she's not doing too well. So you're saying she's leading him along. She gold digger? No, no, no. no. So yeah. They are in a relationship of sorts. That's true. 
But she doesn't want it to be a long-term thing. He wants to settle down. So I believe, yeah, she a gold you, digger. You, you're, you're over-analyzing this. <laughs> I'm just pleased for happy, man. Yeah. Like, like All that stuff was hilarious. Like when, give, gives us hope. When, she, when he's yeah. like eating the salad and she's trying to give him... Peter on the phone. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, I'm busy doing paperwork. Like, it's like, we need to have a serious talk <laughs> yeah. about your relationship with yeah. my aunt. <laughs> so good. Uh, good. Good on you, Happy. <laughs> Is it John Favreau? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all the supporting character stuff is all really strong. You know, all the, all the um, Ned and Betty relationship, comedy, teen comedy stuff. That's hilarious. You know, Peter and MJ, all really good. Um, the te- Martin Starr is the teacher, you know, hilarious. He's so funny. So good. JB, JB Smoove. He, he was also one of my, like, he's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, like, the, it's so just, everything's witchcraft, man. Yeah, witchcraft. Witches, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Witches. As a scientist. I, I the, did, you see the little, did you see the little sort of the movie detail, I guess, little Easter egg when he mm. puts on the glasses? Uh, uh, oh, the Stark glasses. The Stark yeah. glasses, and he sees. He oh, yeah, there's like uh, a historian, history like, of witchcraft. Yeah, history, or he has a history yeah. of witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, like that. This, that's the strength of the movie. Is that kind of the character interactions, the banter? Dimitri, I mean, the, uh, the he yeah. does the, the bus driver. He doesn't yeah. say anything. He just the, kind of stares at everyone. I feel like they they could have maybe upped the banter a bit more, made it a bit more punchy. You know, um, but yeah, that's that's. That's the, the strength. That's of the, the strength that, yeah. When they get to the kind of action and stuff, it's just kind of like whatever. So it's like, so Petey's really excited to go on this yeah, trip. They go on this science club trip to Europe, and they get they get to Venice first, and Nick Fury. And there's a there's let, an issue. Let, let's say he kidnaps Peter to, to make it easy. You know, he he yeah. forces Peter to come to their shield base or whatever it's called now. Um, Secret and, bunker. Yeah, and uh, he's like, there are these elemental beings, uh, earth, water, wind, fire, big monsters that are attacking the world. Kind of typical. From, but- yeah, from uh, from another dimension. And this man, Quinton Beck, who's like this, the hero from his universe, he's come across. See, in the trailer, I might be misremembering, but in the trailer that he Nick Fury says... Mysterio came, the snap caused a rift mm-hmm. and that he came through from the other dimension. In the movie, I don't think they actually say that line. They just say he's from another dimension. No, they say the snap caused that they do in the, the Do movie. they say they in say, the film? Because yes, I don't do. remember that. They have like a little graphic of like a planet. Oh, and okay. When the snap happened, it was like a, real, like a wave. Oh, okay. Um, and it caused yeah. um, like... I guess yeah, Mysterio came from another dimension. Yeah, okay. Through the snap. Because I remember so in the trailer, but watching the movie, I was like, I don't remember them saying it. I think I think they did. Okay. I might be. I, I also I, might be. Yeah, I can't remember, but, but I wouldn't be surprised. It happens. If they, yeah, I mean, but if they did cut it from the movie, they need to put that shit back in. No, even I'm, though everyone who watches the MC knows about it, it's like they need that. I'm, I'm kind of context. important exposition. I think, yeah, I think I remember seeing it. Okay, yeah, uh, I might be wrong. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but so mysterious from another dimension. Yeah, he, now. If he's a fraud, like he's a fraud. Yeah, but that's his whole thing. It would be really disappointing if it turns out that he wasn't really from another. Like, I'd like the idea that he's a fraud mm. from another dimension. No, like, no, it, it doesn't make any sense, especially when it's revealed that he I want was it to be from real, that man. No, 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 no. That, that brings in other Look, possibilities. It's the MCU that the multiverse is definitely a thing. It's just when are we going to see it? That's the question. Um, and Spider Verse did so I, well with it. Yeah, you know. I reckon we'll see a multiverse in the next Doctor Strange potentially. Yeah. 
That's true. If yeah. there's any, if there's any property which can incorporate the multiverse, it's a Doctor Strange movie. True. I mean, yeah, any of the MCU, you could, you know, oh, and then, of chuck course, it in. Yeah, I just remembered. No, no, never mind. He worked for Tony Stark, so he couldn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is when it's revealed yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. faking it, like he worked for Tony Stark in that universe. So yeah, like Mysterio's pretending, he like pretending to fight these elementals, and he's this big hero all and, over Europe. Yeah, all over Europe, and Nick Fury deliberately leads. Peter's school trip to cities in Europe that are going to be attacked so that Spider-Man can be I mean, there. It's not necessarily a bad thing. They get upgraded quite <laughs> yeah. regularly. No, no, no. Let's be, I think we should be also be honest with the audience. It's yeah. not Spider-Man. It's Night Monkey. Night Monkey, yes. So there's a it's new a character. Different guy. Yeah, a new character introduced to this film. <laughs> not, in, not in the comics. Yeah. But still pretty cool. Because I remember when the trailer came out and, and I was like, you know, this he's going wearing this kind of black stealth suit. And I was like, why is he wearing that? It doesn't make any sense for him fighting a big monster. It's basically just so he can fight monsters in Europe while also being Peter Parker in Europe and no one will put two and two together. But they end up doing that anyway. So it's just, I don't know, this is kind of a, you know, yeah. sort of thing. Like they could have done any kind of suit, you know, a cooler suit, you know. But, you know, it's just a black kind of thing. It's, but, it's a standard suit. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, and the battles, I think we've already I mean, gone I think, over this. The battle's yeah. underwhelming. See, I think one of my problems is because Mysterio is building himself up as the big hero, Spider-Man becomes the secondary hero. And, again, it makes sense, but it, it, he just becomes underwhelming. And because he's wearing the black suit, it's like it's not you're not seeing Spider-Man in action. I think it's what you said before. It does... It wor- it works all right as a Marvel movie, not so great yeah, as a it's, Spider-Man. It's not, movie. A, it's not a great Spider-Man because movie. it's like it's a good MCU addition. It's like yeah, sure. Peter expansion. Park is the main character, but he often takes a back seat in the action. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then when he does eventually figure out Mysterio's plan, he ends up fighting drones. Yeah, that know? was that was disappointing. So like, I think they needed they needed more more. More Spider-Man action, more grounded kind yeah, of Yeah, grounded, exactly. Like, that's, like we said, if you replace a large chunk of the story with that kind of the um, mentor uh, kind of uh, plot line yeah. where a lot of the story is Peter uh, coming to grips with what happened and also finding a new mentor in Mysterio, mm. a lot of that can be replaced with, as we said, him fighting illusions. Yeah. Even, as you said, a fisticuff like, situation. Yeah, while going through PTSD and while while trying to fit back into a world that's five years Exactly. Ahead, All the differences. Plus, you lay the illusions on him and he's going to have a breakdown, you know? So yeah, th- exactly. This could have been the really dark, you know, like Spider-Man 2 where he quits Spider-Man, the Raimi Spider-Man yeah, 2. Yeah where he quits being Spider-Man, this could have been kind of that. Like, the dark yep. version, he he loses faith in himself, and... He needs to get his, PD, his uh, Peter Tingle back, you know? Yes, like Peter that. Tingle, he needs that. So that's another thing. Because they, they, they're doing this thing where the Spider-Sense isn't really a thing in this version, and then this movie, they start to introduce it, they... Oh, I mean, it's like, kind of hinted at... Yeah, but I think they need to... Let, it maybe work on that a bit more. Yeah. Because it's like, there's like, they, you know, Aunt May's like calls it the Peter Tingle. He's like, don't call it that. And then I think there's one bit in, in Venice or whatever where he senses something. And then there's the bit at the end where he's in the illusion. He, yeah. And he's him. like, you can't trick me anymore. He's doing the Daredevil that, whole fight. Yeah. I think they need to, <laughs> they need to, they need to lay that on a li- yeah. little bit thicker. It needs to be a part of him. I like the idea. Like, of it, it needs to be a, a heroic moment where in, he realizes yeah. he can sense that. He's in an illusion. He can sense where the drones are, and it's like everything goes slow motion. You know, not necessarily, but you know what I mean. Instead, in the movie, he's just like, 
CGI flip, 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 flip. Yeah. The so end. In, in, There's in, no, like, good... In I had, Homecoming, I had this problem, too. There's no good Raimi-esque heroic yeah. moments. There is that bit where he kind of lifts himself out of the rubble in Homecoming. Yeah, but that, that, was... that bit was, like, super cheesy. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> not, not that the Raimi movies weren't cheesy. No, but, but, like, it was a bit no, too, I... like, where he sees his reflection. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like they shoot it, yeah. So, in, in, in all good uh, Marvel comics yeah. and some DC comics, there's always a point where the hero loses their powers. Yeah. So, I like the idea that, and this is not how... And this how, is the perfect movie for This that. is not how the MCU handled it, mm. but in, in, the, in an ideal situation... Either Peter would have had his spider sense from the get go, yeah. and then lost it after the after the snap. Yeah, he's yeah, PTSD's keeping him like yeah. he's like or, all nervous all the yeah, time. Exactly, and yeah. or the, the, the Peter yeah. tingle yeah. isn't working. Like Spider Man too. Yeah, he loses most of his powers, mm. and he kind of he doesn't get them back until he can get over the mental blocks that yeah. he's got. So this is not only about him being in Europe, yeah. being far from home, and having and to that, deal with this. Yeah, it's also about him rediscovering what it means to be a to hero. Spider Man, and also. In the process, realizing that he can't fill the shoes of Iron Man like everyone, the world yeah. wants him to, but he can be. He can spi- fill the little can, spidey Yeah, bits. he can be the spidey, the best version of Spider Man that he can be. One of the problems I have with home, the MCU version, you know, Homecoming and of Spider Man is like he's Spider Man, yeah, but he's a Stark suit Spider Man. He's got all yeah. the gadgets. He's yeah. you know got all the upgrades. He's a high tech Spider Man, which is okay, but it. Again, it takes away from that ground level. Because he's a smart kid. Yeah, but it takes away from that yeah. ground level, just using his his wits and his abilities and his webs. I like thought, acrobatics and, and there's one yeah. scene in London where he's fighting the you know new monstrosity that we know is really Mysterio, mm. where he looks at like I saw some little broken sign, and there's like a part of a drone. oh yeah, and the, I was the, like the Tower Bridge yeah. sign. I'm yeah. like, can we please have a scene almost reminiscent of Iron Man One? <laughs> Where he's repurposing technology yeah. and he's building himself like well, a tool. Yeah, I like that bit where he grabs the tower bridge sign as yeah. the shield and like it's kind of a home homemade kind yeah, of Yeah, like shield. It would yeah. it would have been so cool to like, have like a reference to Iron Man One where he has to yeah. build himself Actually, a tool. That would be interesting too. Then he's like like we said, like he has to fill the shoes of Iron Man. Yeah, the only that, way he can do that is to break himself down and um, build himself up again. Yeah, exactly. And it could have been like, yes, he's sort of you know he's rising above like all these yeah. issues. He's yeah, pulling, exactly. He's meeting sort of that Iron yeah. Man level. Iron Man, yeah. Iron Man had to become Iron Man by getting out of that cave. Otherwise, he would have been a rich douchebag the rest of his life. I mean, he was a rich douchebag the rest of his life, but you know what I mean. He had to be humbled in a certain way. Yeah. And Peter needed... He needed so, a moment. A, a Tony moment. Stark, yeah. To Tony, rise to his superhero sort Tony of... Stark only had his wits. He didn't have his money in the cave. He didn't have... Yeah. He, had know, his, he didn't have yeah, his bodyguards. He had his knowledge, yeah. He, the only thing he had was his wits. Yeah. So Spider-Man needs that kind of, yeah. all I've got is my two hands exactly. and I have to stop that's why. Yeah, that's why I was hoping, you know, I mean, I like the bit where he 3D prints the new suit and, you know, but I was like, it would be cool if he went back to a, just a prototype early version of the suit that just has web shooters and that's about it. Yeah. You know, like. A classic kind yeah. of look. The, my, favorite, my favorite part of this movie is the... The end credits, the first end credits scene where Peter is swinging through New York and he's texting MJ. <laughs> yeah. That is the most quintessential, yeah. like, Spider Man Sp- thing. And she's like, don't, and it, and she's like, don't, don't text, text and swing. swing. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me of the PS4 game, which is yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like him swinging through New York, you know, and like, 
and then he, you know, he takes her for a swing, and she's freaking out. Like that's that's watch- great. That's like, classic Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching that yeah. scene, and I'm like, do we need it that's, in Europe? No. That's, and that's the thing. Like, uh, yeah, all the locations are really nice. You got you got Venice, you got London, you got Prague, you got Berlin. But it's like really, at the end of the day, Spider-Man's really in his element in New York. You know, that yeah. street level hero that we keep talking about. Like, it's more fun to watch him. Web a uh, fire hydrant, pull it off, swing it around, and, and then, hit Kingpin in the head. Yeah, then it is. To, if they do Kingpin, should they bring back Vincent D'Onofrio? I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio is he's amazing. perfect Kingpin, like amazing. He's my favorite Kingpin. He's like, see, the problem, is, he's, but he's reached this, iconic status yeah, now. Yeah, but Kingpin. like th- that version of Kingpin is very Netflix version, whereas yeah. the the MCU is very non. You know, it's like we just like we've been saying, they're not even trying to deal with any of these themes. So, like, but like, I feel like. You know, like I love the I love the Kingpin in Spider Verse, where he's like a big block. Yeah, kind that's of. not yeah. practical for a yeah. real movie. But like that's what I feel like that version of Kingpin would fit better into the MCU, like a really, really, really big guy. Like, but also you don't want to use CGI because then I'll, that'll look, look weird. weird. Yeah. So maybe like getting a guy who's really big, but then like you mean digitally you, maybe you seen even that Kanye West bigger. music video with the two block shapes. Uh, just have him, yeah, have him have wear him a block like, jacket. Have him in like a big a square <laughs> foam <laughs> suit. You're like walking around. <laughs> but yeah, like um, that. that's what's cool about Spider-Man is that kind of action. But because this is MCU, he has yeah, to fight. There were no car doors. Yeah, what, what, what Mysterio calls, I think, the Avengers level threat. Yeah, like there has, yeah. In this version of Spider-Man, there has to be a big CGI alien or monster, you know, destroying the whole city and, and Spider-Man has to use all these stark gadgets to defeat it. But that's not what's, that's what, that's not what's interesting about Spider-Man. Spider-Man's yeah. about the kind of, that sort of smaller scale. Yeah, the, scale. the, the, the petty thug can be just as interesting. Like, yeah. you look at Batman comics, most Batman comics aren't Avengers-level threats. Yeah. Like, I know Spider-Man and Batman are very different. Yeah. But they're also very but similar. But they're very, very certain, similar, yeah. So, like, you need that kind of, that um, Grounded. Uh, micro kind of yeah. threat. Because it's not, it's not the threat which makes a good movie. It's yeah. the way it's told and it's the characters. Yeah. And I also, think that's, that's yeah. what this film doesn't have. It's too busy showing us nice set pieces. Yeah. And having as CGI level yeah. Avengers threats, CGI, CGI Avengers level threats. Sorry, yeah. and like that's it's kind of boring. Yeah, just they, in the same way that be, like like civil like Homecoming, I guess had action wasn't great, but I guess it was I guess smaller scale than some of the other Avengers movies. But then he, then he was in Infinity War and Endgame, which is the big kind of CGI Avengers scale action. I think this would have been a good chance to bring it back down smaller scale again and also maybe deliberately contrast that. The smaller where, scale would help yeah. explore the, the like the other themes of grief and exactly. cuz it can be more dynamic and, with his home yeah. life. And also, New York. you know, when when Nick Fury says bitch please you've been to space, that could have held more meaning yeah, like but, yeah yeah i've been to space i got you know tony stark died it was yeah. traumatic from me yeah. now i'm trying to deal with this smaller threat and it's going to destroy me it's yeah, smaller exactly. like, but i'm the only avenger left 
And it's also, the, the threat's not always something you can handle with your hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, well, I was in space, but I also had Thor. I yeah. had Iron Man. Exactly. Now it's just me, and yeah. I'm not that strong. Yeah. Which, I, I guess, is why he gives the Edith glasses to Mysterio, because he's like, you're the one to take over. Um, but yeah, they don't really, really d- explore that feeling, that that inadequate feeling that Peter has. That That, there's no... See, I think this is the problem with a lot of MCU movies. The comedy is good, the characters are funny, but the when it gets to the really emotional core, that's it should have been. They just play it off, or yeah, they go, they do it though, too quickly. Like, well, I think we we've discussed this before. I think the problem is that that might feel risky for the studio. Yeah, but you don't want to make people. And again, I, yeah. I don't agree with this sentiment, mm. but I think that they don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. They don't want to make people yeah. feel. It's, it's okay to feel upset or yeah. feel emotional when you reach the emotional climax. Yeah. But to have to have an emotional thread through all sections of the film yeah. probably might be a bit too much for what they yeah. consider to be a popcorn film. Like it's definitely that kind of business minded decision, but I think you can you can explore it more without going into super depressing Netflix yeah. Marvel show but territory. But do, do you think the average person who goes to see this film who doesn't really care I, I think they would prefer CG and ha-has. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We'd, we'd prefer a movie definitely, of struggles, but... depression in the pit. <laughs> no, no, but like you can, <laughs> like my point is you can have both. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, that's a good, a good point, superhero yeah. movie will have both. Especially when you're bookending all of these films. Especially, yeah, especially because this is supposed to be the end of Phase yeah, 3. The capstone, yeah. And I don't think it does a good job of no. ending Phase 3. Yeah, like they should have kept it in New York, as we said. Yeah. Have it a smaller scale. That way you can deal with all the relationship yeah. drama or the grief PTSD side yeah. and have it at a small having, level yeah, threat having, where Spidey can fight some dudes in the yeah. street. Well, why not? Yeah, ha- having, yeah. Or S- like, send us a check. Even, we, yeah, exactly. But also having I don't Mysterio, think they'd agree with our, with our assessment. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like having Mysterio just attack new york that's fine like why yeah. go like i know they wanted that road road trip euro trip element um which is fine but yeah it takes away from that interesting thing that's why yeah. is um but yeah i did mention the first end credits scene which should uh, as nathan uh, like th- this was, was one of my the main, show, one of my main disappointments with this movie now all, all the Marvel movies have stingers you stick yeah. around um you know but when we finished the film and we were waiting for the stinger people left which they should know better Look, this, uh, they every time better. we review a yeah. superhero movie I'm just like stay at least at least half of the cinema left before the first stinger that's and ridiculous it is ridiculous and it's even more disappointing because this stinger really should not have been a stinger <laughs> yeah. that's actually true they missed out on a pretty important I think I think a uh, lot piece. of I think a lot of MCU movies now like they they feel like they need that mid credit stinger so they maybe cut off a certain section, whereas it's like... And traditionally, no, what, what should a stinger be? It should be a little cameo, a yeah, just little an Easter egg, egg yeah. or a little clue that yeah. shows you I where mean, we I know, might be going. See, at this point in the MCU, like it's so interconnected that I understand they want to leave you with um, maybe a bigger chunk than just uh, uh, Easter egg. Like They want to lead you into the next film. They want to expand upon the world. Yeah, like but, a little clue's fine, but yeah. this stinger, woo boy. Yeah. But I think this one where Peter is, you know, swinging through New York, it's the best part of the movie and it's like the end credits stinger or mid-credits stinger. Um, and he, like, takes takes MJ for a swing, puts her down and he's, like, in... I don't, it's not Times Square, but it's, like, you know, it's one, of those, else, big, yeah, one of those big a, Jumbotron a big TV screens on the side of a building. And J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson... He, he's the only choice, right? ...comes back... 
I was just like, oh. Also, it, it should be noted, it's it's also like an Infowars version. Yeah, I like that too, where he's like, uh, now he's like a, a TV person. Yeah, kind of yeah. crazy guy. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I don't necessarily like how there's a thread of the movie of fake news. I feel like it deals with it somewhat. We, we didn't talk about that as well. Like, there's this whole, like... Um, don't believe what you see. Yeah, um, what, what does Mysterio say? I'm I'm the only truth or something. Yeah, he says, I am the only truth. And he also says, people, people will believe what I tell yeah. them to believe or what so, I make them believe. Yeah, I don't... Again, like, I like all that stuff, but they need to explore that a bit more. Yeah, it's empty. Yeah. It feels empty. But I think Nathan was saying that maybe they push the message of... Because uh, multiple characters also don't say, don't believe what you read. Mm. There's like this whole theme yeah, yeah, yeah. of quotations as well as um, visual yeah. storytelling. Like the whole thing about fake news, because that's something we deal with yeah. now in, in this current zeitgeist we yeah. live in is fake Especially news. being an American movie, I feel like yeah. they're saying, don't trust the papers, don't yeah. trust what you read in the news. So I'm like, I, that almost feels a little bit harmful of a message at the moment. It's a little Trumpian, mm, but I think it's that, something so, that our so favorite the, the orange message, president no, no, says no, a lot. The message that no, but I think send, they're they're coming up from the opposite yeah, way. But I think that it kind of you know how speedometer when you get to uh, when you get to the top it kind of just ticks around. Well, no, they don't do that at no, all. No, no, no. <laughs> I think what Nathan's trying to say is uh, the, the there's the, a danger the, of yeah, the anti the anti. Um, the anti... The alternative facts. The alternative facts kind of messaging as yeah. presented by Mysterio. Yeah. It kind of... And, and the quotes from the characters who say, oh, don't believe what you read. It kind of gets a bit muddy. Yeah. yeah so they, it's they not keep, as clear cut. Okay, they keep using yeah. They keep using that line of messaging throughout the film yeah. without exploring it further than yeah. Mysterio's context. Yeah. So... I just the, didn't like that little side yeah, of it. Like, Myster- I can understand... For yeah. Mysterio's character, it's perfect sense. It's classic comic book Mysterio. Yeah. He... Makes you don't see believe things. what you see because yeah. of yeah. and but stuff. But other characters continue this this subtext, yeah. and they don't explore it further than just being edgy. Yeah. So I think that it's kind of yeah. They need to explore it more. Yeah. And maybe yeah, make it a bit more clear that they're coming from the no. The objective truth is the objective yeah, truth. That's exactly right. They don't really say they that. Re- it's just yeah. kind of oh, don't believe anything. I think that would have been a great moment for Peter as well to not just say you can't trick me anymore, and to actually say like you can't change what's real. Yeah, exactly. You can't change what's the truth. There is an objective truth. You're the bad guy. You're you're yeah. uh, misleading everyone Except- in the world. But I can yeah. see through your bullshit, yeah. and I will be the new "quote unquote" Iron Man who that would have been a good that would have been a good message. Through, yeah, who punches through the wall you've pulled over everyone's exactly. eyes. But that, that would have been much more powerful, which is what I wanted from the end of the yeah, movie. Instead yeah. of punching drones, that's what I agree with. They that. don't yeah. really do that. They kind of Peter does that at the end using the Peter Tingle. Yeah, but the, the, but like the, I said, need the that heroic moment. Yeah. yeah, but the other characters and their way of uh, looking at the notion of truth. Mm. That's kind of left in Europe. Everyone, feels, it's like throwaway, hot, lots of little throwaway lines and key moments. Yeah. So that's what I think uh, we're, we're we're trying to get at when I say that. Yeah. I under, again from mysterious character, it's perfect sense. Yeah. So exactly, like there are a lot of things in this movie that I have problems with that make sense because of mysterious character, but I feel like could have been handled a bit better. Yeah. Just for the emotional impact and the practical action filmmaking aspect of it. You know, like, they could have done a lot better with it, even though you can just argue, oh, yeah, but it's a mysterious character. But yeah, but yeah, see, the movie, so- the movie we're talking about mm. will be a much slower film. Not not a much slower film, but yeah. it would but take its time like, to work through like, these things, yeah. which is not necessarily what these people's True, are top but want. like I say, you can have that balance. You can still have the end scene where Peter's, you know, fighting Mysterio, but in, instead of him just saying, 
you, you can't trick me anymore and punching uh, invisible drones, there's a more slow, heroic build-up to that. Exactly. Like, it's still the same scene, it's just done better. And then, yeah. therefore, it makes the whole message of the movie more clear and it makes it more emotionally powerful. Definitely. So you can, it, yeah, it might be a little bit slower, but you don't. Yeah. We don't. You don't have to do a really slow. Which I think goes back to our earlier yeah. point about maybe the editing. Yeah. Could have been a little tighter. Yeah. True. Uh, back to I mean, the stinger. If you said it, sorry. If you said <laughs> yeah. it in New York, then that way you refocus it. And yeah, you don't exactly. have to be globe hopping all yeah, the time. That, yeah. That's yeah. That way, more, yeah. Let's say all the travel, all the traveling bus scenes. Yeah. Kind of. You, you, you can. Yeah. Replace I, I, that I really don't like that scene where on the tour bus and he accidentally almost kills one of his rival students with the drone. And I'm he just, just this he is punches just, flesh out. That was good. That was a good scene. <laughs> accidentally. But yeah, a more intimate movie is what we wanted. Yeah. But it's it's yeah. I guess it all comes back to what we always say. It's the Logan argument. People will respond if you make a more intimate, a more personal, a more practical, grounded action superhero movie. People respond to that. Um, yeah, yeah, like I, you know, you, yeah, like there's definitely a, the audience wants just a safe popcorn movie. But if you make a really good sort of more personal, grounded film. It's just good storytelling. You'll still, yeah, you'll still get that good response. Exactly. Uh, back to the stinger, the most shocking part of the movie. Yeah. So yeah, he sees <laughs> he sees Jay Jonah on the big screen, and he's like this Infowars like kind of Alex Jones type. Yeah, fake news yeah. kind of like a vlog isn't the right word, but you know. Yeah, it's I mean. like an online TV show yeah. kind of. And he's. I don't, uh, it's not explained. Like a political commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, you know, Mysterio was this, you know, Mysterio hero. was the greatest hero of our generation and he was killed and they by edited, Spider-Man. they edited footage to make it look like Spider-Man yeah. killed and, yeah, in cold um, blood. Uh, well, Mysterio's, it's not, it's not, it's not, no, no. It's, it's not made clear if Mysterio I'm pretty sure, had faked footage. I'm pretty sure this was Mysterio's contingency plan. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a guy working on the footage in like yeah, yeah, yeah. another location, like editing. Yeah, and that, yeah. that guy, he pulls out like a USB mm. with all of um, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, technology. Technology. So I'm sure they'll bring that up in a later film. But like, so Mysterio, I guess, is like, you know, if I'm if Spider-Man's going to kill me, I'm going to make sure to pull you down with me. You know, we're both going down together. So he assumedly leaks the footage to the media where that he makes it look like Spider-Man was running all the drones and murdered and tried to murder everyone in London, and that Mysterio was trying to stop him, and uh, Spider-Man murdered Mysterio. Yeah. And then Mysterio reveals Spider-Man's true identity as Peter Parker and we to get, the whole world. And we get this close from hearing Petey drop an F-bomb. Yeah, well, that's the same as the end yeah. of uh, Homecoming where Aunt May finds out. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And it's the same ending. But this is much more, yeah. you know, this so, is the larger uh, scale. Context, context, this out context, of the main film. Yeah. For context, when Peter unmasks himself in the comics, it's yeah. in the original Civil War run. Yeah, he comes okay. out and he goes like, "I'm Peter Parker," and Joe Jameson like passes out behind his desk. <laughs> so it's it's like a pretty but, iconic moment. Yeah, but it, like it, because we were discussing before the show started, like from what we from what we I think we discussed this a few weeks ago, where the contract for Sony lending Spider Man back to the MCU, I think, has ended. Yeah, it was five but, movies total. But Tom, I think if from memory, Tom Holland has one more contract with Sony. I think I you. I think I remember you looked it up last time. This was quite a while ago when the first trailer came out or whatever. Tom Holland still has one more movie contracted with Sony as Spider-Man, but Sony has only lent uh, Spider-Man to MCU for these five movies. So does that mean? 
he will be able to be in, a, in an Avengers movie or like does so that mean what I'm saying is Sony might be trying to make their own standalone Spider-Man movie with oh. Tom Holland to cash in but as to, in terms of Kevin Feige and the MCU look, they've already done all their Spider-Man unless I'm sure they're going to re- I'm, yeah, I'm going to assume look, they're going to renegotiate look I'm going to quote uh, Peter Parker himself yeah Mr. Stark kind of feels so good <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think this ending where they re- he reveals Peter's identity to the world. It's definitely a power play. <laughs> it's either Kevin Feige going like, "Ha, Sony, you deal with it." You know, you, if you yeah. don't want if you don't want to give us us back, you guys deal with it. Um, or it's you know, yeah, or Kevin Feige saying like, "If you give us it back, I have a plan to how to finish that off." Um, or yeah, or they they they're pro- more most likely the movie is doing so well they're going to renegotiate. Um, you know Sony, what? Sony's making a lot of money for doing nothing. Honestly, don't hold your breath. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time companies have done bad things for no for no apparent good reason. Yeah, if so, if, if yeah, Sony. I mean, we'll Sony, update you, listeners. If the next Sony time we is no Sony is no stranger to bad decision making. I'm sure if you listen to the show, you'll hear any updates on this. Yeah, uh, you know, it's yeah. It'll be um, a matter of public but record. I think, yeah, ending ending the movie the way that way is definitely like a whoa, what the hell, you know? Like so, there's no update. The yet, fact really. that they, J.K. Simmons, like Raimi film, Raimi is god. Uh, Raimi memes is going to have a meltdown <laughs> on Reddit. Like it's amazing. Like best best thing they could have done <laughs> for for these movies. But we, we've run out of time for the live section. But there's still some more to talk about. Should we just end it here, or do you guys want to mention anything quickly? No, we can end it here for the live portion of the show. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, if you're listening live, Matt's up next with his show, Car Talk. If you're listening to the podcast, we'll be back in a sec. All right, so we'll finish off with the contract stuff, because I'm 100% sure... There's no new information. Okay, there's no new information. No, I I looked. As far as people... It's unclear. Yeah, people waiting. We're waiting for news now. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can't remember what episode it is. I'm sure if you like look at the descriptions, you'll see where we talk about the Spider-Man trailer. But yeah, you were talking about how, yeah, I think it was like five movies or whatever. Three in the MCU, technically, like three Avengers and two solo. And two solo. And then, but then you said something about Tom Holland has one more contracted with Sony. Um, Which that might have been this one. No, no, no. Because this is the fifth. Yeah, there there was only five. Okay, was, we, was, we, we have to go back to that older episode and, um, and listen because you, you were reading from a different article then and I was very confused as to how how they knew that uh, information and, and if it was accurate. So and now it looks like if you can't find it now, it probably wasn't accurate at all. Um, but m- most likely, Sony, even though you know they're not the sharpest tool, they'll uh, renegotiate because they're making a lot of money for we not, hope. To, not we doing know, a lot. We hope. Certainly hope um, so. And you, you know Kevin Feige has a plan of how to keep Spider-Man in MCU indefinitely. Um, but yeah, this is a big, big, uh, big bomb to drop in a, in a end credits, Look, mid-credits they sequence. Need, they need some of that Disney muscle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's, then there's the final end credit sequence oh mate look let me just say this mate if you like the scrolls you're in for a treat eh get them in ya fucking scrolls eh like Ben Mendelsohn again like I said look, yeah. it's just a shame like you know uh, go listen if you want to hear me whinge about Captain Marvel yeah. go listen to like, the episode yeah, like it, canonically the scrolls have Australian ochre accents and it drives me up the wall it, it, like 
I, like I love Mendo and that didn't even bother me that much but it is weird and doesn't fit into the whole sci-fi fantasy kind of world that's not what bothered me about the end credit scene yeah that's, it's it's that's revealed right. it's revealed that the Nick Fury in Spider-Man Far From Home who's giving Spider-Man his missions who's letting Mysterio uh, use shield technology is it even shield anymore shield doesn't exist anymore i can't remember but you know you know what i mean like yeah the nick fury in this movie is actually talos the scroll from captain marvel yeah who's working for nick fury and like pretending, a body double kinda. yeah pretending to be nick running things on earth as nick fury while nick fury's off on in space assumedly helping captain marvel this ruins all of Nick Fury's character in Far From Home, which is actually a really interesting character where he's kind of forcing Spider-Man to do things that he doesn't want to do. He even says to to Peter, like, I've been gone for five years. I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. I need to... I need to... Get his bearings. Yeah, I need to take command of this sinking ship. Yeah. That means nothing at the end of the movie. They reverse all of Nick Fury's character. They subverted her they expectations. They subverted her expectations. And this is my Disney. problem. This is my problem with some of it, and even though I love MCU, is like they 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 put the joke... In some cases, not all cases, they put the joke above the emotional character development sort of side. But again, like that's... I think that's a Disney problem though because they True. do that to Star Wars. Yeah, but like... In you know, it, it wasn't really a big problem until stuff like this started happening. Yeah. Or stuff like Nick like, Fury getting his eye scratched out. That's what I was about to mention. And this is what really pissed me off is we were talking just before the show, like one of the big problems we had with Captain Marvel was that Nick Fury, they had the perfect chance to show the, Nick Fury in yeah. his prime. It also rendered the character mystery into a joke. It, yeah, it kind of just exactly, evolved. but but it's like you you had the perfect opportunity to show Nick Fury being a badass secret agent, infiltrating enemy bases, killing guys, like, snapping necks, like you said. I was saying it should have been like my Nick Fury movie. Yeah, is basically a solid Snake Metal Gear solid tactical exactly. espionage mission. Yeah, exactly. And Captain Marvel had the opportunity to do that. Instead, they make Nick Fury this kind of jokey guy who's part of this. He's part of S.H.I.E.L.D., but S.H.I.E.L.D. now is apparently just some random... Uh, uh, Three-letter agency yeah, kind of just sort of... Black uh, ops. Yeah, just sort of a branch of the government, yeah. kind of, you know, a generic uh, CIA, FBI rip-off. Like, they don't deal with any big, you know, Men in Black, X-Files stuff, apparently, which is dumb because it's canonical that that's what S.H.I.E.L.D. was yeah. made for in the 40s yeah. and 50s. So, like, it doesn't make sense that they retcon that to be a sort of dumb generic inconsequential organization which colson and fury seem to be the only worthwhile members of and don't really seem to have any training or and marvel knowledge. doesn't seem to like feel that much anymore anyway yeah and and so like it's that so captain marvel ruined that and now they ruined the whole eye thing you know turning into a joke and now they give Nick Fury a really interesting sort of development as someone who who is still trying to work shit out, is still trying to command this organization against evil, is is still as cynical as ever, 
and then they they turn into a joke. He's not Nick Fury. Nick Fury's pretending to be on a beach in a hologram in space somewhere, which is kind of lame on its yeah. own. And I'm just like, like it just they ruin they just ruin every like everything. Like yeah. you just do you have an update on the contract situation? Okay, that was fast. Um, According to a 2016 cover story interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Tom Holland states that his contract Mm -hmm. uh, that he signed was three Spider-Man appearance movies, the Marvel films, Mm -hmm. and three solo movies. Yes, six in total. So so there's only been five MCU, um, and unless that's another MCU Spider-Man movie, which as far as we know is not, I mean, as Far From Home, would you, you know, consider Far From Home a solo movie, yes. technically? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. There was no Spider-Man will return text. You know, in some of the end yeah. movies, there's did, no... Did they do that with Homecoming? Yeah. But they did. They yeah. did with Homecoming. They did with so, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the... They did with Ant-Man, I think. Yeah. Maybe because it's not up to so, Marvel to do that anymore. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the kind of speculation is now Sony's going to take it and ruin it and... It'll still make money if Tom Holland's in it, and um, you know maybe they'll try to force Tom Hardy's Might Venom in it. But yeah, but they will, they will. Yeah, just watch. but um, you know we don't want that. The MCU Spider-Man, as many problems as it has and does have a lot of problems, it's still amazing. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than what Sony was doing, and it's the one people are responding to. It's the one that's making a shit ton of money. It's the one that people want to see more of. It's the one that Kevin Feige has a plan to keep around. You know, so. Hopefully, like I said, I'm pretty sure Sony will renegotiate. Just trust in Feige, man. He knows what yeah, he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He- so, like, I don't understand. Like, if they don't renew this contract, someone at Sony should get fired because it's yeah. some, they're yeah. printing money. Yeah, that's that's what I keep saying. Like, they're doing nothing to make a lot of money. Yeah, so- all they're doing is being like, sure, Marvel, you can use yeah. our give us a profit sharing agreement, and you can make as many movies as you like. Exactly. That's that's all I need. It's, it's free money. Um. So yeah, ho- hopefully we see yeah more MCU Spider Man, but there are problems, and hopefully I just said, but yeah, like. You know, as much as I love the MCU and I don't mind this shared universe and, and you know, what sticking around for the end credit scenes and that, don't reverse what you've set up. Don't retcon things, you know? And, yeah. and not everything has to be a joke. That's right. You can have a funny movie without undercutting your character development. And undercutting like for Ragnarok. Your- yeah, I feel like the comedy was done fairly mm, well. Yeah, I mean that, that that was more of a comedy. That than was a more of a com- movie. That, yeah, that also <laughs> had true. problems where sometimes the comedy would overshadow some of the emotional moments. But yeah, they never really reversed any. Like they, it was just like a, it's a soft reboot of the Thor movies, but they kind of needed that because um, they were trash. But they, yeah, <laughs> but they never, but they never really. It was never an insulting kind yeah. of retcon like yeah. the the Nick Fury kind of Captain Marvel stuff has been. So I mean that's that's that 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 last end credit scene for Far From Home was just trash. Um especially coming off the mid credit scene which was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean just a few more things before we wrap up. Um Night Monkey we mentioned Peter Tingle. I love Led Zeppelin. That was yeah. funny. <laughs> and that's um, also another callback to Die Man movies. Yeah, they well, use, that's why yeah. when he puts on ACDC, because he sees Tony in Peter, yeah. you know, like uh, yeah. Happy does. So, 
I love all the happy and uh, Aunt May stuff. I think that's good. I think they maybe could have fleshed that out a bit more, and maybe keeping it in New York would have helped them have more Aunt May scenes. You know, more more stuff like that. Um, stay sticky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, one of my, you know, we were talking about the action scenes aren't really great, but one of the bits I really did like is where they're fighting the fire monster. And Spider-Man shoots his webs and they go up towards the fire monster, but then they catch fire and they burn back down to his wrists. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, no, that was really, really cool. If they could have done more interesting visual stuff like that, um, more more on a grounded level, that would be really cool. Um I think that's it. I think we covered all the major bases. I think, yeah, like I said, the drones being the big climactic battle was a bit disappointing. That like it felt like the second stage of the boss fight and then the next stage should have been mysterio should have been the big emotional you know fight but instead like the the second stage was the last stage it was yeah. the you know what i mean like they, they should I think have that the that last up. fight would be interesting if uh it was a series of illusions and then when he gets to them it's just a one-on-one fight between him and yeah, mysterio exactly so the big fight with mysterio isn't about the illusions yeah. it's just a literal one-on-one yeah fist fight in the parking lot outside yeah. the dead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean well, yeah they're in, they're in london london so what it would be, it'd be um, tesco's Burger or, King? yeah sainsbury's like <laughs> What's it called? Pret? Yeah. You what, mate? <laughs> you you what? There's like people looking <laughs> on with beers. Yeah. <laughs> um I I appreciate that there's there's a bit where they're in Venice and uh MJ is like um I learnt a new Italian word, it's my favorite word. Uh, bo, bo, oh, bo. They're not saying it right. It's bo. Like, it's like a question. It's like, what? Like, it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, uh, but I appreciate that they tried. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like they could have kept doing that. Like, she brings it up and then they drop it. Like, that would have been funny, like a good callback if she does it later. Like, someone does something and, you know, but I appreciate they tried it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, you know, all that, that, you know, we were talking about the with with great power comes great responsibility and how they don't have an Uncle Ben yet. But it's MCU, so I'm sure Kevin Feige has, has an idea of who's going to play Uncle Ben. And, you know, eventually, Happy. eventually, eventually he'll... he'll Get uh, shot down dead in the street. No, no, like he, he's already dead. Um, but <laughs> eventually they'll do a flashback to, at some point, I'm assuming. Like, I don't think they'll just not never show him in the MCU. Um, you know, they'll probably get like someone famous like George Clooney or whatever. So Toby Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be funny. <laughs> but like um what was what was I was saying to my friend, I'm like, you know that article where Kevin Feige's like every Marvel movie we make, we try to get Keanu Reeves. I'm like and you know, we were talking about Hottie yeah. Hottie May. I'm like Yeah Marissa Marissa Tomei and Keanu Reeves will make a pretty yeah, gorgeous say, couple. He can't be too he can't be too old. Because, like, she's not... Well, she, yeah, I mean, he's mid-50s. She's got to be around 50, well, so I think it makes sense. My, my understanding is they want him for an actually bigger, yeah, bigger but role. Like, like Adam Warlock, potentially. It, yeah, but if they be, can't, yeah, it's been be talked cool. about. But, like, yeah, if he's not interested in that or, you know, if they can't, like, that would be great to have... The, and it's like the, like, like the highest... great power yeah, comes great responsibility. The highest celebrity cameo. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, you just see Keanu get shot or, in the street or, and that's it. Or alternatively... Because uh, did you guys notice a Stan Lee cameo in this? No. They're, like, I'm sure there's like a picture of him in the background or something, but I didn't notice anything no, at all. No. And obviously he, he didn't film one for the movie, yeah. but 
I assume there's gonna there's gonna be a picture or a video of him in the background somewhere, but I didn't I didn't notice it. Um, but maybe Keanu can take over as the Stanley cameo. That'd be just cool. have a, have a Keanu, spot the Keanu kind of yeah, just yeah, have yeah. him in there. Speaking of Keanu, uh, yeah. we should just post a quick update about um, uh, our favorite uh, one of our favorite science fiction franchises, Bill yeah. and Ted. Uh, that's officially started filming as of like yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Uh, so we'll keep on top of the developments of uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What's the, what's uh, the Face the Music. Face the Music. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, do you guys want to mention anything else about Spider-Man? No, I think I'm good. It's good. Go see it. Yeah. yeah. It has problems, but... Maybe, but, yeah, you know, most of them do. See, if Ke- maybe Kevin Feige, give us a call. Yeah, yeah. we'll help you. Send us an email. Yeah. yeah, you can, uh, Ken Fuggy, You can reach us at TrueCereview <laughs> AU on Twitter. So send slide into our DMs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we talk about Spider? Uh, I was going to say Spider Man. Should we talk did. about? Should we talk about Sandman? So yeah, so Sandman is a Vertigo. Rest in peace, Vertigo. Yeah. Oh, so um, also last week we talked about DC shutting down Vertigo. Yeah, and we thought like it, it, it Vertigo started in like the mid to late eighties, but actually started like, in ninety three. Yeah. But one the reasons I was confused about when it started is because stuff like Sandman and Hellblazer started in the late eighties. Yeah. But then were started with DC and then went over to yeah. Vertigo. But yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. why I thought Vertigo started yeah, earlier. Yeah. Like even V for Vendetta, which I think was published in America by Vertigo, like that came out in like early to mid eighties. So I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh well Vertigo obviously is from the mid eighties. But Yeah, my, that's my bad as well. I thought no, that as yeah. well. But yeah, Vertigo started in ninety three, but then some just of the reincorporated yes, lots of early some, some of the earlier stuff. Got republished they republished under the Vertigo yeah, banner, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we I mean People, I'm sure people listened to last week, so we don't have to re-explain what Vertigo is. But, no. So, um, Sandman was a Vertigo comic yeah. uh, that uh, was like... A, it was basically just a 90s comic. It had a 75 issues, if my memory is correct. Mm. Uh, it has. It is alive now because they're redoing it for a modern, more modern yeah. audience. But more it's, modern it's one of the... It's one of the kind of... It's the class. It's one yeah. of the big classics. You know, like there's like yeah. the... There's like the Charlie Chaplin movies for like comedy. Yeah. You have the Dickens books uh, yeah. for like literature. literature and blah, blah, blah. This is like the mature uh, fantasy comic. Yeah. So it essentially revolves around uh, a, a set of gods who form a kind of family called the yeah. Endless. They're the, imperso- the personifications of various things. Like uh, the main character Morpheus is the god of dream. Yeah. Dreaming. He controls everyone's dreams. Yeah. Uh, so when you dream, you basically enter his realm. Mm. Uh, there's his sister Death, which is literally the goddess of death, or like the impersonification of death. Yeah. Not so much a god as the the personified yeah. essence of. Yeah. You have destruction, um, destiny, delirium, desire. Mm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them. And it's created by Neil, Neil Gaiman, our favorite, one of our favorite who, authors. You know, American Gods and Good Omens, and you know he's getting a pretty big uh, he's got a big he's got a bad street rep you know, right now yeah like uh what is he's, it they give him the Stephen book to King screen treatment. yeah it's exactly a book to <laughs> screen but he's like he, one of the reasons it's such a classic comic book is because of him like he's always yep. been pushing boundaries you know to edgy is kind of that 90s kind of yeah he explored themes which generally weren't yeah. getting explored at the time yeah it's darker it's weirder you and know. yeah he, he made american he they he took up the offer to make american gods a tv show on his in his mind, this was American Gods was starting the journey to getting Sandman. Yeah, made. yeah. Well, Sandman's you know a lot be- diff- more difficult been, to yeah. adapt. It's also it's been in development hell for like twenty years. Like they've yeah. been trying to make a Sandman movie or TV show pretty much since the comic debuted in the early nineties. Yeah. So 
No, the late eighties. So, yeah. so what's interesting about this is yeah. Netflix acquired it. Finally, the Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Netflix. Because I was worried. Because you know we were talk- We've been talk- We've talked about this. Like, a please, lot. no TBS. Yeah, we, we. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. You know, behind the scenes, where it's like, yeah, FX is great, AMC is great, but they have some content restrictions. You can't really yeah. swear. You can't really have nudity. You know, like. And yeah. violence isn't everything. Like, I no. don't care. Like, yeah, violence, violence doesn't mean so, shit. So, like, we were hoping, you know, Netflix, Amazon, maybe if, HBO. So, and I know, H- I think they offered it to HBO first, and then HBO was like, nah. But finally, it seems that. And apparently, it's, it's the they're spending going. a lot of money on it as well. You bloody, uh, bloody, <laughs> yeah, you hope bloody so. better hope so, especially with the weird <laughs> shit they have to do. Yeah. So, um, so the, the interesting thing about Sandman is. The kind of stories it's, they told are a, not traditional stories. It's not an action no. series. It's either. like a, it's a fantasy slash science fiction yeah. drama adventure dark, yeah. romance. Dark fantasy. It basically because it's an anthology. So the comic book was an anthology yeah. kind of comic book where yeah there were characters that were all throughout the whole series, but each arc was a completely self-contained mm. story more or less, apart yeah. from like the final arc. Yeah. So the, and it's also vertigo wide. So you have like lots of recurring characters from other franchises would pop in. Yeah. Constantine. Uh, and DC characters would pop in yeah. and you know. But it wasn't like it's not a crossover no, no, no. thing. They like, would it's not they would like, just have an yeah. appearance in yeah. the Sandman comics. The Sandman would not affect DC yeah. comics. But even when they did appear, it wasn't like here's the Batman Superman crossover. Yeah, no, it's no, no, just no. like here's the Sandman world, here's the weird dark kind of he's, drama. He's Morpheus talking to the Martian Manhunter for yeah. a moment. Yeah. And then they'd move Exactly. On. Yeah. So So the interesting thing is adapting these stories to TV. The reason Netflix is good is because Netflix doesn't give a shit yeah uh, they're like you you write what yeah. and especially because Neil Game is co-writing the pilot and I'm hoping yeah. he'll have a say in I'm sure he'll be a consultant because it's his, it's, it's his baby he's been trying to get trying to get it made for a so while so I'm hoping it'll be balls to the wall now again this is all speculation yeah. things can change very quickly in the entertainment industry yeah but Neil but Gaiman but this is the first kind of concrete yeah. news of it's gonna happen kind so of thing. Neil Gaiman has stated that People should not be worried because the Sandman is beloved. Mm. So people on Twitter have been tweeting at Neil all day yeah. saying, please don't ruin this. Oh, my God, I'd rather you didn't do this. Yeah. Uh, he said, don't worry. It's not a reinvention of Sandman. It's the Sandman. Mm. Like, that's what he said. It's not. They're not changing anything. Yeah. It is going to be 30 it's years an, later. It's an adaptation of the, the comic stories, but just set 30 years in, after. Yeah, in after, present day. Yeah, so that's... I'm op- which, cautiously optimistic, yeah, which is good. But also, one of the th- one of the problems I ha- foresaw of adapting Sandman from the comic to like live action is you lose that kind of '90s grunge aspect. Yeah, like Sandman, uh, Morpheus, he has that kind of long black hair. Yeah, the kind of you know the the, the, the Robert they all Smith. dress in black. Yeah, the kind <laughs> yeah. of you know like that yeah. that kind <laughs> of yeah. yeah that that kind of Emo like look. grungy London kind of punk kind well, of thing. I know that in the modern comics they all kind of retain that. Yeah, like you can have that, but like I hope they don't lose that kind of core no. feeling. As long as as the strangest is going to sound for people who haven't read the comics, mm. as long as they're all really pasty, I'm happy. Yeah, as long as they're pale and have like long black hair, I'm happy. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Again, we'll keep you up to date with all the news about Sandman, yeah. but I wrote down a, uh, as James was saying to me earlier, this is going to live or die. I don't necessarily yeah. agree so, with the statement that it's going to live or die by its casting. Well, I mean, but- I should expand upon that. L- like most of my fears about changing the time period, 
you lose that kind of grungy, 90s, edgy kind of thing. Casting is also going to be very hard because I feel like the way those characters are represented in that kind of grungy, black hair kind of, you know, goth style, you need someone who can pull that off naturally. Yeah. You know, you need an actor who doesn't look stupid with long black hair and a pale skin. Keanu? Well, that's what I was saying. I'm like, you know, just, Keanu should be in everything. He could he could pull that shit off. Well, so. I wrote down a few of, uh, as someone who loves the comics, I was I took some time to think about this and yeah. I wrote down some casting suggestions. Yeah. Again, this, these are, none of these are going to come come to fruition. These are just things that from yeah, people. like fan act, casting. Yeah. yeah, it's just fan casting. So yeah. uh, Tom Hiddleston is Morpheus. Yeah. I know he's obvious, yeah, but he could that, also pull off the look fine. Yeah, well, I think that one's just too close to Loki. It's too Well, too the thing, boring. look, the thing about Morpheus is he's not a particularly exciting character. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't emote a lot. He'll just stand there and he'll say something. Yeah. Like he doesn't. He's a goth. Yeah, no, he's very, <laughs> he's, he's a stoic. Do you know what I mean? Can like, we just cast Robert Smith? Well, yeah. <laughs> old man Robert but yeah he doesn't like he does, he's not very expressive so I think yeah. you could get away with playing casting someone boring no but I mean boring in terms of the choice oh well yeah. you know like I was just low, he's got long black hair and he's uh, pale and well, it's, who, it's just low. who do you any suggestions well I mean I'd have to think like off the top of my head I don't have but Joseph Gordon-Levitt was attached to direct and star uh, in that Sandman movie I think he's interesting enough to get yeah. away with it. Um, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of actors that, you now, know, I'd have to make my own yeah. list. So the controversial one will be Death, mm. uh, who has a very classic look. I put, now I looked up a big list of like the hundred top actresses at the moment off IMTB, mm. and there were none that I I thought would really just f- like first impressions yeah. value, what? pull it off. I put Felicia Day, yeah, just because I, I think personally, just if I yeah. could like, I imagined her as looking yeah. like Death, I'm like, I yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't really pick that. But, but again, I feel like who do you choose? It's maybe, so difficult. Yeah, I think like maybe a good a good idea would be doing like unknown British actor yeah. kind of thing. I think that yeah. would be the best option you know, like, like, I mean, I mean, Game of Thrones now, everyone in Game of Thrones is famous, but you know, when Game of Thrones started, they were picking kind of good British actors. The Marjorie, who, the lady who does Marjorie Tyrell, uh, might be an interesting death. Oh yeah. Um, em, Dawn, Emily Dawn. Yeah. That might name? be Dawn, interesting. Oh, fuck, what's in, her name? Dorma. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Natalie, Natalie uh, Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie D. <laughs> yeah. That would be an interesting choice. Actually. Maybe. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is you cast good like British yeah, actors yeah, yeah. who fit the role and then you know then they become super famous afterwards but yeah. you don't don't cast someone who's super famous now yeah oh these are just people I was like no Ooh. but yeah no but like in in, in yeah. ideal situations they're gonna cast like unknown British actors uh, now uh, Destiny who's like the imposing elder one who kinda he's kinda like scruffy looking doesn't have much to do with the others I put ideally Alan Rickman but of course oh, he's passed away. Yeah. So I, I did think Jared Leto because I think he can pull off the scruffy look. But mm. Javier Bardem that might be, be an interesting choice. I think that he might also pull off the physicality of yeah. the role, like that imposing kind of yeah, um, definitely. Uh, Destruction, who is like a larger yeah. kind of scrawny, uh, not kinda scrawny, like the, a brawny kind yeah. of guy. I put Tom Hardy slash Christian Bale, leaning more towards Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, Desire, which is a um, an androgynous character who represents uh, sexual and romantic desire, yeah. has two forms: a masculine and a feminine form, who look a little different. Mm. So you could have you could multicast that one, yeah. 
or Twins. just cast a suitably androgynous. I think that would be interesting. Like uh, Jared Leto, for example. I think <laughs> no, unironically, I think yeah. he could pull it off given Again. the right. Yeah, given the right um, makeup he, and the he, right, yeah. the right, you know. He got uh, the Oscar. Now he's going for the Emmy. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But um, yeah, I think like an androgynous, like twin actors or like androgynous actor, like doing both. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Uh, Despair, which is a larger obese female impersonification of mm. like. Um, Despair. Yeah. Uh, now, you do need a larger actress for this role if they're going to play it to the comics. Yeah. Which they have no reason not to. I mean, yeah. there are fat characters and everything. Yeah. So, I don't know any particularly large actresses who are known like, for their like dramatic I said, performances. Like, it has to be that unknown, uh, yeah. that, that unknown British actors. Delirium. Margot Robbie I chose because I think that she could in person... In, in person I'm a great <laughs> she could personify that in a pretty well, in a pretty, you know, yeah, convincing well. way. Yeah. Uh, unlikely characters who are in the comics, though, due to licensing rights, I don't think will make yeah. an appearance. Uh, Lucifer, who already has his own TV show, but mm. he's actually quite an important also, part. Also, owned by Netflix, though. Oh, that's true. Oh. That's, that's, oh. Oh. Yeah, that's slightly I, higher on the list. Of, but you, you also don't want like that I, crossover. Yeah, I, with, I don't or, want that. Like, I don't that want. Guy, yeah. I don't want the uh, fighting crime version of Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. No, but but they own. Uh, if they own they the, the show, rights. then they would have the rights to the characters. Yeah, so they yeah. might could, be able to they get could, away yeah. with it. Yeah. So I would personally uh, cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Lucifer. Yeah, because in the comics, he's much more well-to-do. He he doesn't slum yeah. it with the plebs like he does yeah, in the yeah. TV show. He's kind of. Aloof, he has his bar, but he doesn't interact with humanity as yeah. such. Yeah. Uh, Constantine, mm. who is in the comics, uh, the baby goose. Harder. T- this mm. one would be harder. Yeah, harder to, to cast. Nah, harder, to, I, I no, want, harder to get access. Ideally, yeah, you want, I want Sting. That, well, yeah, because he was based on Sting yeah. originally. So, yeah, like, like I said, you need that kind of yeah. You need that unknown British actor. Like one of the pick one of the Game of Thrones actors. Yeah. What's his name? Who's playing Bruce Wayne now? Ian Glenn. Who played Jorah in Game of Thrones? Like oh, yeah. he, he's a kind of Constantine esque kind yeah. of gro- uh, god. Neil Gaiman. Ah, oh, that would be so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, obvious. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, and uh, Timothy Hunter, who is an important Vertigo character, who probably won't be in the show at all. Mm. Who's in, known for the books of magic? I put uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. Uh, f- oh. uh, the Shazam. He's in Shazam. He's in. Uh, yeah. You know the actor. Yeah, yeah. That could be an interesting choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's about it for my casting suggestions. Mm. Um, yeah, but it, we'll, which aren't going to pan out. Yeah, no, just fan, we'll, we'll fan see. Casting. I think I think the one of the reasons Sandman has uh, been in development hell so long is one because Neil Gaiman has sort of wanted it to be a good adaptation, and two, it's very hard to bring to live action. Oh yeah, and hopefully it's it'll not going to be, be a CGI shift. Yeah, yes. it'll be extremely hard to replicate the visuals. The, the atmosphere, that kind of grungy vibe. Also, so, just like the, the aloof fantasiness. Yeah, that kind of weird. Yeah, and it's not, yeah, it's not even like. David Lynch to direct. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to be that, that, that cryptic. Yeah, like it, it'll, be, it'll be really. But I think the good news is Netflix will obviously put the, put the time and the budget behind it. Yeah, so I. So I mean this this is good news because you know if it was at another network or whatever it might not we're going to have to wait to see how many episodes they're going to give it. See the the, the interesting thing about the Sandman mm. is it was only 75 issues long. Mm. If again that's if my memory is correct because I don't think it went Well there were 10 tray paperback volumes. Yep. So so 75 episodes is not an inconceivable amount. 
if you give it a multi-year contract. Yeah. So I'm like, they could theoretically do the whole Se- comic I mean, show. Seven, seven, ten, seven, Second ten seasons. episode seasons. Yeah. Like they don't necessarily have to be one to one. It could be so trimmed. Could be, yeah, you could trim the storylines yeah, to the rest, their essence. Five, five, ten episode seasons. That would be one hour be episodes. Good. Yeah, that would be a good length. I'm like, you could theoretically again, do the whole show. Because it's Netflix. The whole, we, the whole comics. we always talk about this. Because it's Netflix, they don't have to stick to that 45 that, that minute to an hour. episode, no. half an hour episode. Yeah, go. like they... they Look at one of the best shows of... I'm pretty sure it was last year. Was it um, Russian Doll? No, no, no. That, no I'm talking about episode length specifically. No, no, that no, had no but some I'm talking about like, like... Yeah, but that was still half an hour, you know. No, there, there, was, some, there was like some episodes that was like 20 but minutes not, long. not a great... Not, it wasn't a great... Like uh, yeah, yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about if one episode of Sandman is 95 minutes, the next episode of Sandman is half an hour. The next episode of Sandman is 100 minutes. Yeah. The next episode of Sandman is 85 minutes. They're not cons- they're not yeah. bound by the, like, it's the like, advertiser yeah. schedule. It's like you wanna you wanna adapt this uh, uh this story. This, this story will only take this amount of time. Yeah, you wanna adapt, adapt this standalone one issue one off Sandman universe story. Give it a half an hour episode. Drop it in the middle of a season. Don't even don't even explain yourselves. Yeah, do it. Go for it because they they have the power to do that. And unfortunately, a lot of the people who run these streaming services still have the mindset of the old TV days. Yeah, where well, it has to, have, has to fit into one hour. Schedule. Yeah, you have to one hour episodes. You have to fit into the you know. It was one of the problems with the Marvel Netflix shows is that thirteen episode seasons, forty five minutes each. It's like no, it doesn't need to be that. Give it the Black Mirror treatment. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I just finished um, Too Old to Die Young, the Nicholas Winding Refn series on Amazon. And, like, most, like, I thought it was just a normal, you know, one hour, 10 episodes, one hour each. But, like, most of them are, like, 90 minutes each. Wow. Some of them, are, like, 80, 70 minutes. One of them's an hour. One of them's half an hour. So, it's just kind of like, they were just like, fuck it. It's, it's on streaming. We, we, yeah. Am- Amazon's given us a huge budget. Like, we'll just tell the story the way we want to tell it. The OA is the same way, and that's on Netflix. Some episodes are half an hour, some episodes are over an hour. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. And I think Sandman's a good because it's an anthology. Yeah, Sandman's the best place to, to play, best show to do that with. And, it, and if one season's shit, they can always just get in a new director for the next story. Yeah, you don't have to have that D and D Game of Thrones problem where if one director runs out of steam. Well, good thing is that next season, new story, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Don't have to worry about yeah. it. But I feel like if they if they screw up the the style and the visual yeah, side of it and the casting, then every every another every season subsequent season will suffer. Like if they don't nail it in the first episode. Well, like, you know, then the, it's just like this is not what will happen. But the interesting thing about the Sandman is they could just recast him. Like, between yeah. seasons, they could just have a different actor play they Morpheus. Could have, yeah. I mean, like, even... They could get even more, more experimental with it. And, like, each episode could be almost completely standalone, where it's like, just get new cast members in. Oh, the lady who played Death in the first episode doesn't play Death in the second episode. As long it? as they have the same outfit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's like that... Who? It's like well, more not even that, the same outfit. I mean, there are times yeah, where ca- it, characters will just be dressed differently. It's, yeah, work, working, it's to that, the, working to the strength that, of the show. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's that, like all the, eps- it's, the, all thing the is, episodes the, can be the different. Thing is, yeah. They're the essence of that. Of that. Like, they death is even, the essence yeah. of death. Doesn't mean she has to look like they're, that all the time. Yeah. Th- this uh, this probably isn't what they'll do, but it would be interesting to do like a love, death and robots kind of thing where it's like adapt each individual Sandman story in different styles. 
Well, they do one the live comics. action, one yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. like there'll, there'll be a comic set in Asia, yeah. and then all the essences, if like whether it be Morpheus yeah, or Death, the art they will look Asian, yeah, because that's how the people. There was one. I, so the, the 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 endless work by whoever's looking at yeah. them, they have the default appearance in which know. you know Morpheus is yeah. the the pasty guy with the long black hair yeah. or whatever. There's a st- but each person who looks at Dream will see that culture's interpretation of Dream. Yeah. There's a there's a different um, there's this, like a standalone. Sandman story about like a man who falls in love with a fox. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. Oh, uh, I'm gonna look it up. I'll but it's look- like, yeah, it's like, like I was saying, you could adapt. You know, your Sandman. Here's your Sandman series. Oh, what? There's an animated episode about a man who falls in love with a fox done I'm, in an Asian style. I'm down. <laughs> Best show ever. <laughs> Next yeah. episode, you're back to live action. One, back with Morpheus. Semi-related. One of the most popular episodes of the show Supernatural in the last couple of years. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you laugh. No, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But the, one of the most popular episodes yeah. of oh. recent memory of Supernatural was when they did a crossover with Scooby Doo, oh, and yeah, it was really all animated. Yeah. And the it was Dream excellent. Hunters. Dream Hunters. The okay. Dream Hunters. Yeah. yeah, really good. That was really good. Yeah. So you could do that, and that's what's great about Sandman's. All the stories are kind of not standalone, but yeah, it's an anthology kind of thing. So that would be really, really interesting. And well, they also have the Death One. Um, uh, the high cost of living, mm. which is where death every hundred years or something gets to live as a person and experience we, a, a person's yeah. natural, not natural lifespan, but I think like for 20 or 24 or 48 hours, yeah. she gets to just be among be a the mortal, people, yeah. which they could uh, also... I think um, we talked about this quite a while ago um, before any of this news was was coming out where um, I was saying, you know, it's going to be hard to, to recreate that grunge style, to recreate that 90s kind of look to the characters and when we, then when we're talking about like these characters are immortal beings who have been around yeah, forever, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like if it's an anthology, they could just set an episode in ancient Egypt, yeah, or set an episode in eighties London, yeah, and just change the style a bit. And it won't, it won't. And it as makes a person sense, who loves yeah. his source material, it won't clash with anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like the virtue of the characters is. And if Neil that, Gaiman writes an episode, what are the nerds going to complain about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? He, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's showrunning American Gods season two, right? Yes. So he, and he, he 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 adapted. He wrote the screenplay adaptation of his and Terry Pratchett's books for Good Open. Yeah. So even though he might not be write, writing all these. Uh, yeah. scripts for Sandman like but he's he, involved yeah. and if he signs off on an episode that might not be canonically correct <laughs> no one's gonna like, see, the no one is, can say shit nerds, yeah. people who love Neil Gaiman can't really complain because he's executive producing so he'll have yeah, at least I mean, some input look if he fucks it up it will <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, complain yeah, though, but he's so smart he'll have a good comeback and then yeah. everyone will feel, will feel bad I think, I think his adaptations have mostly worked yeah, Lucifer being an exception, but yeah, he but didn't that, really that wasn't control. up to him. That, yeah, that he didn't control a lot of no. it. Yeah, no, that wasn't him. Uh, and he didn't control. Uh, he didn't invent Constantine either. So, uh, Al, the, the Lord and Savior of comics, Alan Moore, invented Constantine, didn't he? Did he? Yes, he, he, for he, uh, for the Swamp Thing. Google it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Constantine made his first appearance in oh, Alan in the Moore's Swamp, Swamp thing. thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Jamie Delano is the I think he he's the guy who gave, who her, gave Constantine his own yeah. Hellblazer. See, I want to like uh, again Keanu Reeves is God, and I really like the the Keanu Reeves Constantine. It'd be cool movie. if he was in Sandman oh, man. as Constantine. Keanu, as Constantine. Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Thirty years like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Uh, Speaking of, they could also throw an ageless reference in there because yeah, Keanu yeah, doesn't yeah, age. See, I already like that Constantine movie, but as an adaptation of the comic books, it's not great. Like, it's a good standalone supernatural action oh, movie. It's a brilliant noir kind of detective yeah. supernatural but yeah, film. A, as, a, as an adaptation of the, 
Constantine in the comics and the Hellblazer comics, it's not great. So I would like a really good... Because I know there was that TV series, Hellblazer, but I didn't really like that. You know, the problem with that show is that they finally started to find their feet. Yeah. And, and then, then the show got, got cancelled. But I feel no, like... What, like with the, I was just reading about the Swamp Thing. They On the TV show, it was cancelled. Yeah. With one of the episodes that's just aired, they teased the Constantine crossover. No. Yeah, I'm looking at the article right now. No. Yeah, no. The in Swamp the Swamp Thing, thing the DC, DC TV. Did they cancel that? And they canceled. They did. I'm so pissed. And that was, was shady too. And it's shady too. Yeah, it, was, they reckon it was to do with tax business. I was so looking forward to that show more than any other yeah. DC show. And they teased Constantine in the show. Fuck, that would be amazing. It was like... Well, uh, look, it yeah. goes to show that con- the Constantine property yeah. isn't as... Uh, might, might not well, be strictly controlled. So if they yeah. were going to let Swamp Thing... Uh, have yeah. a Constantine appearance. I'm hoping we could yeah. possibly have ne- a Netflix because, cameo. Yeah, because like like I said with Sandman and a lot of other properties as well, Netflix is such a good place for it because of their no content restrictions and their big budgets and their good production value. So Constantine is a great place. Netflix is a great place for Hellblazer and Constantine. And but will DC- Constantine suck a dog's dick? <laughs> Does that happen? Yes, it does happen. He see does. Netflix would definitely show that other networks. Cal was like, "Why, Nathan? Why did you have to di- put just put us down so low?" Oh no, it's canon. It's, it's canon. I'm bringing the shows. I'm bringing but, the show down to my dirty level. <laughs> your dirty mind. But like, <laughs> the because DC, the DC streaming service, and they have their partnership with Netflix. So Titans and Doomed Patrol will, you know, come out on Netflix here and in maybe Australia. Maybe Swamp Thing season one. Eventually. Well, season one will get, and then yeah, that's that. But um, like, so they and they don't have they don't seem to have any content restrictions because those shows were pretty hardcore. Or Titans was Titans didn't have nudity, but it had everything else. Um, so if we get Constantine in that DC. Um, streaming service that would be cool i would be down for that even if yeah. swamp things you know done i they think could make a hellblazer show that would be cool i'm not like i feel like something from what we can gather it wasn't cancelled because they didn't have faith no, in the show no it there was, was some shifty from, stuff going there was some because, dodgy stuff going down because it was originally supposed to be 12 or 13 episodes then like they were getting to the end of production and they just stopped production. And they're like, it's only going to be 10 episodes. And all the actors were like, what the fuck? We have all the scripts here. You can't just stop filming and pretend it's going to be a 10 episode season. And I think Virginia Madsen, who's one of the character, one of the actors, she was like, fuck this shit. She went on Instagram and then they got taken down or whatever. Um, and then after that, they fi- they finished filming the series and they were about, they, were, they either aired the pilot or they were about to air the pilot. And they were like, no, the, the show's cancelled after season one. You're getting the 10 episodes and then that's it. Because they someone missigned some paperwork and they, so they didn't, didn't get, get the, the tax, tax break. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is some shady shit. There's some shady yeah. shit going on. They, they knew when they cancelled those last three episodes what they were doing. There's something going on. Yeah. Like, and now they're pretending like they can't make another no, season in I, a different city. Yeah, well, just I don't see why they lost didn't just... Why didn't they just... Well, I mean, $40 million, but still... Like, Eat the cost, man, and just yeah. move cities. Go to Vancouver yeah. like everyone else. Yeah. Or and if if really if it is so such a fickle business that you know making a mistake on your paperwork is going to cost you forty million dollars, then that's that's up. You're going to eat that mistake. That's I mean I'm sure someone got fired, but there's some shifty going on, and I was really looking forward to that show. So that's disappointing. As far as Constantine goes, uh, Constantine show. 
I think that the the only way I would do it is a straight adaptation in which they would do a like the story arcs from the comic yeah. because the comics are very well thought out, yeah. very well told stories. Yeah. The problem with the the um the previous TV show they had Constantine mm. was it wasn't really based. It was based no, on the overall its idea. Problem of the was character. it was on a TV mainstream. Yeah, it was. And it was also it was yeah. based on the general concept they of the Constantine character. Yeah. And they and kind they of just put him into normal he was too, supernatural. Yeah, supernatural. He was too. It was, it was like a mixture of the supernatural TV show yeah. and him being a hocus pocus pamp. Bam bam wizard. Yeah. They need to they need to get the gritty I don't give a fuck classic chain John. Yeah. Like yeah, chains. In, in the comics in the, the comics his abilities are yeah. yes, he casts spells, but he's also just like oh, he investigates yeah, things. The best thing like at the end of the Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves, he has lung cancer, he's about to die, but he makes a deal to Sac- sort of to, yeah. to sort of sacrifice help, himself yeah, to, help, to sort of sacrifice himself and in in the process sort <laughs> redeems of redeems himself yeah he redeems himself and he gets cured of cancer and at the end the last shot he, you think he's going to take out a smoke but instead he takes out chewing gum and he's like I've changed for the better the Constantine in the comics no cheat, cheats the devil cheats God gets cured of lung cancer <laughs> takes out a pack of fucking smokes smokes it's and even smashes, no, no, no. smashes a wine bottle on the devil's fucking head it's even better than that he he chased the de- he, there's there's more than one yeah. devil he sells his Lord soul yeah, he sells to his soul to multiple devil. demons and then and so he knows he can't die because yeah. there'll be war in hell so he's just like they'll, they'll be fighting keep, over his soul so, so in his mind they'll just keep curing of yeah, cancer so he's basically Im- for duration yeah. he's basically immortal because now everyone's too scared to kill yeah. him because <laughs> there'll be a and massive then, war and then he fucking bottles the devil over the face I'm pretty sure with a he, fucking wine bottle yeah and he also cuts the wings off of Gabriel with a chainsaw yeah he's 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 also a fucking cockney like I don't give a fuck like fuck off cunt like you know yeah. so, you know like i want that version like hardcore you know <laughs> like there there are some great comic uh, comic arcs that would be great tv like yeah. there's a comic arc called the fear machine yeah did you read that one i know i'm not sure well someone builds a machine that makes it that pe- keeps people asleep and they have like nightmares and stuff yeah i'm like brilliant tv yeah oh that would be good like i'm like the weird like illusions and yeah, yeah. like just incredible tv and that could also play into like a sandman crossover if this was on netflix yeah that would be great um we're almost out of time and we haven't even gotten to the next next topic yet so we'll quickly talk about the witcher images which uh the witcher adaptations of the fantasy novels which is also turned into uh video games by cd project uh we've been talking about with cyberpunk uh netflix is doing an adaptation of the books not the games into a tv series and Henry Cavill has been cast as the main character Geralt, which people were initially unsure about. As, I think, as someone who's not really familiar with the books or the game, you know, just knows uh, bits about it, knows the visuals. I, even I was skeptical uh, of his casting. Look, I I had a little bit of hope for Henry Cavill because he uh, uh, he's a big fan of the franchise. Well, yeah, there's like that. having played all the books, having having played, played all, all the games, yeah, and read, read all, all the books. books. Yeah. Um, like he, being a massive fan, he was enthusiastic. Although he he'd have the enthusiasm for the role. Yeah. Uh, but now we've seen the photos, and he looks yeah. good. There's been some like teaser images, and like the hair looks good now. The wig is like not so. You know, that was that costume test that they released online, which you know obviously looked really fake and didn't look right, and people were complaining. I'm like, no, it's just a costume test. The official images look a lot better. Obviously, the wig's more like salty, like grey, kind of realistic, and. Uh, they are, everyone's complaining about his armor. I think it looks, looks really good. Yeah, I think it looks I didn't good. have any complaints. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, they also released a picture of Yennefer, 
um, and people are complaining about that. Also, most of the people complaining don't realize that it's an adaptation of the books. It's not an adaptation of the game. So it's more accurate to the books than it is to the games. That's why there are things like there's, there's a picture of Siri who in the books I think is 13 or 14, but they aged her up in the games. Um, and now people are complaining about her. I'm like, no, because that's it's part of the books. Yeah. People are complaining that Henry Cavill doesn't have a beard, but in the books, Geralt doesn't have a beard. Yeah. So he this- doesn't have a beard in all the games either. Like, relax, Doesn't he nerds. have a goatee? No, not in the first one. Okay. People just need to... In, in the third one. Oh, the third one he might. Yeah. In all, like, in the... Because pre- most yeah. people have just played the third yeah. one, and so that's people, what they're going off of. This is going to sound harsh, but if you're complaining about this, you need to just grow up and accept that this is not a video game one-to-one adaptation. Yeah. As, again, as someone who loves a good source material, yeah. you've got to know where to pick your fights, man. Exactly. But I think, you know, it's it makes sense. Like, for them to go back... Like Game of Thrones, to go back to the books, yes, there's already been a game adaptation, but that's, that's not what this is. They made a game adaptation for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, it's cool that now they're going back to the source material and they're being a, more accurate to that. We're getting another big-budget... Uh, fantasy series, which this uh, one will rival Game ne- of Thrones. Yeah, and Netflix is definitely going to be pushing this as their Game of Thrones, next yeah. Game of Thrones, because it's one of the biggest franchises. And, yeah. in the and world. now that Game of Thrones is uh, it's over, finished, and there's that the gap before the prequel comes, like they- they'll be dominating. So the only thing I'm worried about is the monsters and the special effects. I want to see more practical stuff. I want to see stuff that rivals Game of Thrones. I don't want to see a bunch of CGI flippy floppy bullshit. I think Netflix can pull it off. They but can. It will depends they? on it depends on who the you know the who the showrunner is, who the directors are, you know who the special effects guys are. Are they going to commit to that level of production uh, special effects value that Game of Thrones had? You know, practical elements and so on. You know, Netflix doesn't seem to be too afraid of practical. They've done some in the past that look yeah. good, and we've got the Dark Crystal coming soon mm. that Puppets. looks yes. to be puppet based. <laughs> I love me yeah. a good puppet. You know, I love, we love <laughs> I a good love puppet that. in this studio, man. Uh, so, uh, an interesting update that I forgot all about that I just remembered. Yeah, uh, the Wheel of Time is actually moving forward yeah, with the TV adaptation on Amazon, with Rosamund so, Pike being one of the key uh, actresses in so the show. Amazon not only has Lord of the Rings, they also have Wheel of Time, which is. Man, man, I know Jeff Bezos same. is a they're millionaire. They're securing that nerd dollar. Yeah, and I know Jeff. I know Bezos is a billionaire, but calm down, man. Yeah, like <laughs> far out. Like that's going to be insane. Oh, so man. I'm excited. Yeah. So, but man. I'm also it's going to be a trash fire. Like, but I'm excited to see. Oh, it. No, oh, see, Amazon's like, originals, pretty much all no, of them are really yeah, high quality. They, they, Look, we we love Amazon because it it it's our bargain bin of like B movie, oh, yeah, baseball. Their, their original their original series have good production value. Yeah, and they don't have any content restrictions. No. Either, yeah, but so. how, it's such a difficult story to adapt. Oh yeah, I mean it's probably the adaptation is going to be the toughest part, but the production might look good. Um, yeah, it'll 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 have money behind it. Yeah, um, people look at. Amazon and they think it's just a load of B movie trash, but all their all their which their original, we're, we're not against. I mean, no, they're, but that's, that's but they're the all fun their, of it. Yeah, yeah, but all their originals are really top quality stuff. That's true. Mm. Um, should we move on to Cyberpunk before we run out of time? Yeah, yeah. just quick update. Uh, yeah. Apparently, these Cyberpunk endeavors from CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. are three games in total, which yeah. threw so me for a six. I had no not, idea. Yeah, not only are they making Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven the video game. There's another multiplayer game. Yeah, and it was not explained. In it's not explained what kind of multiplayer it is, or like you know or how. Yeah, or like what, how, yeah. yeah. But and there's like a mystery and like, game. Yeah, that hasn't third been talked mystery about at all. game. 
there's also, I think, I don't know if they've announced this, but there's assumedly going to be expansions to Cyberpunk 2077, like there was with The Witcher 3. They've already, they've already confirmed that. Yeah, yeah. so there's going to be like huge, sta- almost standalone game size expansions for Cyberpunk 2077, plus a multiplayer game on its own. They're going set, hard. Set in the Cyberpunk world, plus another mystery game that not Gwent with Cyber Gwent? Yeah, Cyber Gwent. <laughs> Maybe. Net, it's like something um, about Netrunning. Net, Netrunner. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Netrunner. You know what I would like? A Cyberpunk, a game by CD Projekt Red set in the Cyberpunk universe that's just like puzzle-solving hacker games, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, pi- yeah. pipe games, you know, where yeah. you have to... You know, like in Spider-Man, the Spider-Man yeah, PS4 yeah, yeah, game, yeah, yeah. we have to connect That was a lot thing. of fun. They're one of my favorite parts. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I'm <laughs> like, down. Yeah. All right. CD Projekt, send us a check. With like a little hacking sort of adventure in it. Yeah. Like little text boxes. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. That would be cool. Man, I would hate to be releasing a game around the time that Cyberpunk's oh. releasing. Oh, man. Like, it's like releasing a, it's like releasing a mid-tier like, popcorn movie yeah. when The Force Awakens was about to come out. Yeah, you're just like... Just move, man. Just push it. Bring yeah. your game forward. I'll push it back a few months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no like, one... Give it, give it some room. <laughs> give it some room. Because when Cyberpunk drops, nobody's interested in anything else. Just dropping the bomb. It's like, kind of game. I'm, yeah. I'm booking my leave. I'm booking annual leave for when it oh, yeah. games out. Well, like, don't call me. I think I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Death Stranding comes out in November. I'm going to play that all the way up until April when Cyberpunk comes out, and then th- that's it. I'm <laughs> yeah. no, no li- after that, no life, no games, well, no yeah. TV shows, no movies. We won't need any. We you don't need any more games after Cyberpunk comes yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. it. That's the last game I ever. We'll temporarily have to rename the show. <laughs> yeah, the Cyberpunk show. <laughs> the the, the Tuesday cyber, Cyberpunk yeah, review. The cyber, the cyber review. Um. Also, I heard that CD Projekt Red has said that uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will not have a morality system, which that's interesting. If you've listened to the show before, you know I fucking love the fact that they don't have that shit because I hate morality systems, or at least I hate their implementation in most it's, games. Yeah, yeah. It's, life isn't always clear cut that yeah. way. Well, that, I think that's the good thing about it being based on a pen and paper RPG. Yeah, is that your choices like, matter in yeah. terms of how NPCs will react to you. Yeah, but the world doesn't care. Exactly. Like I like I don't want to be when I'm playing a game. I don't want to be judged for how I play. Yeah, I don't the want ending to be, will remain the ending. Exactly. Like obviously, if you if you're a player as a black hat or a white hat, like it might change a few things. But yeah, there's no like real yeah. yeah there's no there's no like changing how someone random you've never met is going to react to you yeah. based on your the, previous the, yeah decisions. you won't be you won't be blocked yeah. i mean maybe you might be blocked off depending what part, you're doing but yeah. yeah you you won't you won't lose content or you won't gain content depending on yeah, how exactly. you want to play the game because makes I, sense yeah i want to play the game how i want to play it i want to kill as many people as i want to kill i'll do stealth if i want to I don't want to be... Yeah, no. It know. makes perfect sense for the property. Yeah. It's just like the way, really, it's like the way Deus Ex sort of handles things. Do they Do they not have a... No, nah, not really. Okay. You, you can approach situations Cause, differently, yeah, cause but I there's mean, no real morality system. Because it's an RPG, like, it, this is a game where a mor- morality system would make sense. But I feel like this, also this game, like, it's set in a world that's about crime and the underworld. Yeah, exactly. And, and the grey... It makes sense you know, for the property that, that they shouldn't rely on that yeah. too heavily. And especially like 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 I always, you know, like I've talked about in, in the past, like I don't like to be judged. I like to play the game no. how I want to play it oh. and I don't yeah. want to just... You're not going to be judged in Night City, James. No. <laughs> I'm going to have, yeah, so many 
so many uh, affairs with uh, cybernetic, <laughs> andro- androgynous. Um, it's like just wait, till we, just wait till we start playing the pen and paper game. Yeah. Oh there's, man, there's going to be people. We'll get into some weird shit. There's going to be people at CD Project offices going. No, nobody's completed the story yet. They're just too busy with their they're all fucking robots, and drugs, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> they're all they're all stuck in the hollow uh, yeah. sex suites. Even though you're playing a video game, they're, yeah. they're sending their characters into a. a just, all the characters are now just drug addicts, <laughs> and they have STDs. Oh, this is the one thing I'm worried about, which I don't think we've talked about before. Australia is ve- Australia's rating system for games is Ooh. very very touchy when we'll it comes just, to drugs. We'll just have to do a sneaky import. And, and I know, yeah, I know that all cyberpunk world and mm. games, but this game specifically has like stim drugs that yeah, you can take, so like to. I'm pretty sure but, GOG. Yeah, good old games. But, at least for the PC version. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they will allow you but, to choose which yeah. version of the game I'm, I'm you also, download. I'm also. I think we might have actually talked about this. I'm also sure that CD Projekt would. Has has such a good localization department because yeah. I mean didn't they start off as a localization department for Polish well, games? Well, good old Polish ga- translation. I know the good old games uh, localize and also improve yeah. other people's games. But I think like CD Projekt when they started, they were originally just a group of people who would import other games and turn like translate them, oh. localize them for Poland. But anyway, like I feel like making a game like this, they wouldn't risk. Sending, I mean, Australia might not be a huge market, but like we're a big Western market, I guess, yeah. or, or English speaking market, I should say. Um, I don't think they would risk it getting banned, and I'm pretty sure they would know Look, of man, our ban happy. I'm going to be so pissed off. I don't want them to alter order. the game at all. I yeah. want the unfiltered experience. Yeah, I, I want just, I would just buy it. Realistically, well, yeah. no, I'd rather wait no, and just yeah. buy it from overseas. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll import it. That's not the yeah. problem. The problem is, it's like I don't want any any uh, censorship version at all. Like, I don't even yeah. want. I don't even want the Australian rating system to to contemplate that. No. What's the point of having an R rating this, if we don't get to actually take advantage of having an R rating? I'm sure we talked. They they, yeah. they they made the R rating and just turned it into MA. I'm sure we yeah. I'm sure we talked about this, but that, that's exactly what do my we need fear an X, was. Do we need an X system where it's like you have to present? But then the X will just become no, what no, no. the like. I'm, I want an X MAs, system yeah, where no. I have to show my ID and I can buy whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, fuck it. Like like if I want a video game that's all about taking drugs and chainsawing innocent people, yeah. I should be able to purchase that game you know, as long exactly. as I am I have D- old enough to do so. Has, yeah. the, has the Australian government been on Steam lately? Uh, <laughs> All the porn games. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, realistically, PC is not... Yeah. Did you know, with, technically... With digital stuff, though, it's different. Like It's they, different, they but they're still technically more. beholden if they're selling it. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know, until quite recently... All MMO games were banned in Australia. Yeah, like World of Warcraft was illegal for years. Yeah, because, because online content league, can't yeah, be rated, can't be and rated, we can only yeah. play rated content. That was funny. I remember when GTA Four came out, and they had to for the Australian version, they had to cut out the sort of when you have sex with a hooker in your car. They had to cut out the animation yeah. of the sex. But then when the uh, add-on came, the Lost and Damned expansion came out because it was uh, digital download they couldn't they rate it, it. so it was banned or they just put it back no in? no so they didn't ban it they just didn't rate it either but then there's like full frontal male nudity in it <laughs> and i can't remember if the animation's <laughs> in it but like it's just there's there was no so you know that was funny yeah like, yeah oh look i look i'm optimistic yeah. because I, who wants to be the asshole 
who banned CD Projekt Red from releasing care. Cyberpunk. They don't know no. games. They don't care about games. You know That's what I mean? the problem. Do you remember we watched that... Um, that show, this movie is not uh, this rated. Movie's not yeah. rated, and all the best directors, because of their street cred, yeah. got treated leniently. Well, kind of yeah, leniently, give or take. This yeah. is like CD Projekt is like that top shit who but gets mu- th- that's what get I'm treated saying. more yeah, leniently. I feel like they they have a localization team that it's like they're not going to compromise, but they're also they also know how to slip through the loopholes and the. I hope so. Look, at the end of the day, even if it does get the ban hammer, we're still going to play it. Import that shit. Import it. Um, I'm sure CD Projekt will and enable yeah, a like, sneaky on GOG. Yeah, li- like you said, CD Projekt, who owns GOG, who's like a digital streaming, digital, uh, digital distribution, distribution platform. platform for games. Like, I'm sure they'll be like, look, here's a link. Don't don't tell this giant government. <laughs> 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 you know? Or, yeah, like, I think there's... It would be good to... I, I feel like most people who would have to import the game would not be opposed to donating a little bit to CD Projekt, sort of. Yeah. If they're not getting the money directly because the sale isn't, is through a roundabout way, I would be, I would go on. I think what they do, especially for PC versions, is, is they'll sell you the, say, the modified game, and then CD Projekt will come uh, out and be like, and here's, an, here's a patch yeah. you can download. Here's an unofficial patch, yeah. yeah. Or an official patch. Yeah, yeah. So you've still bought that the takes modified away the game, yeah. but then they just patch all the other crap back in. That's cool. what that's what companies have done in the but past. Yeah, but see, because I'm going to get on Xbox, so that might be a bit more of a yeah. struggle. That's so more of an I'm import, import situation. The, yeah, I'm going to import. I'm going to import ten copies, <laughs> <laughs> and if nine of them get stopped at the border, <laughs> nah, they don't really stop games. Nah, there's not a. It's not. That's not really a restricted item yeah. as such. Yeah. Te- I mean, technically, I think it is, technically but, it's, yeah. but they have bigger things to worry about. Yeah, I mean, well, apparently they don't because they, <laughs> they they bother us. <laughs> well, who who was it? Um, was it EA or one of those evil companies who was like, it's not loot boxes, they're surprise mechanics. Uh, we, yeah, we we and, talked about this on Sunrise Arcade yeah. the other week, where and yeah, and it, it was like people were like, well, if they're surprise mechanics, then you know, pirating the game should be surprise purchase or something. Surprise. Yeah, like surprise. They specifically, they compared it to a Kinder Surprise Egg. Fuck off. This they're just like Kinder Surprise eggs. Well, it's like no, with a Kinder Surprise, you get the chocolate, yeah. and you get a toy of a guaranteed when, value in a small set. Yeah. With your loot boxes. Especially EA being FIFA Ultimate Packs, yeah. you, you buy actual characters with actual stats, non-cosmetic, game-modifying, enhancing characters. Yeah. It's not the fucking same. When, when, you're, when your huge like, corporation is saying, no, it's perfectly ethical, you or, know- or as, Do- or as Donald says, very legal, yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know you're a James Bond villain, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At that point, you are like the worst- corporation or person in the world like it's you very are, ethical you are a cartoonish villain <laughs> it's surprise me it's very ethical well, you know what else is ethical morally <laughs> yeah pirating your games exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we're out of time oh did you want to say something no no, no it's all good i was just going to continue whinging about EA. yeah no fuck EA. <laughs> fuck konami fuck ea fuck activision hashtag loot god- boxes are gambling hashtag god bless cd project <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Tuesday Review on iTunes. Be sure to like our Facebook page, the Tuesday Review Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Tuesday Review AU. If you work for a Hollywood studio 
you know, we can we can help you out with some ideas. <laughs> um, follow me on Instagram at Channel Drifter. I post every time I watch a movie, so I leave a little thought. And you know, there's a lot of movies I watch that I don't get to talk about on the show. Um, and you can find all our previous episodes on your favorite podcasting app. Listen to Alan and Jake's show, Sunrise Arcade, where they talk about video games like we've been doing. And Nathan's also a guest frequently on that show. And listen to Maddie J's show, Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-U-E, which is all automotive discussion um, and a lot of shit talk. Um, So you can find both those on your regular podcasting app or just Google it. Yeah, that's it from us. Thank you very much. Stay sticky and (laughs) adios, cousins.